recording. You're recording. recording. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 97 of the Food for Thought podcast. And guys, Merry Fistmas. <laughs> guys, Merry Fistmas. Yeah. Latest episode yet. What is that? Merry Fistmas. Well, Kung Fu, Fu, uh, fist. fist. Yeah. I forgot what we were doing here. It could have been Merry, <laughs> it could have been Merry Kickmas, but I, I went for Fist. Hmm. So did, mm. so did your mum, you know what I'm saying? Ooh, oh. Hot off the tar- top. <laughs> uh, Merry happy Christmas, holidays, everyone. everyone. This is, we're recording oh. this on Christmas Eve. Uh, for those that don't celebrate Christmas, happy holidays. And uh, we're recording this on Christmas Eve. And um, yeah, we're, we're live, we're direct. Mm-hmm. We've had some Jamaican food. Hell yeah. Delish. Some- I had some oxtail for the first time, and goddamn. Yeah? Delicious. Oh, Devin's a big fan. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I've real, real good. I've been jerked, well and truly jerked, because yeah. I've had some delicious jerk wings. You jerking my chain, <laughs> jerking me around. Absolutely. Yeah, and the, movie, a, the movie The Jerk. <laughs> oh dear, uh, Devin and, tasted uh, beef some, patty. Devin tasted some jerk as well. She had a jerk one of my wings. It's delicious. And yeah. She's a she's a jerk fan as well. <laughs> she's she yeah. jerk you <laughs> jerk you later. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Delish. Um, what are we here today? Oh, yeah. Uh, I was at the mall today, and I saw another Jamaican place called Y-A-M-O-N. Jamaican yeah, Yaman. So I was like, oh, Yaman. 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 Yeah. And I was like, Yaman. Yeah, Yaman. I'm a fucking idiot. Yeah, yeah, Okay. <laughs> Do you remember that song? Meet me in the mall. It's going down. Yeah. <laughs> meet me that? in the and then he just says randomly, yeah, like, yeah. meet me in the playground. Meet me in the red lobster. <laughs> it's going down. <laughs> Who sang that? Was that Pow yeah, Wow? Yeah. Uh, no idea. Uh, Mike Jones, remember Mike Jones as well? Yeah. He put his phone number on a song and you could actually call him. Oh. Yeah. This is how he starts his song. Mike Jones! Yep. Every single okay. song. Yeah. <laughs> I like when rappers do that. I like when they have something. Like, I like when Master P used to, uh, all the time. And, uh, hated that. Jay Z just go, <laughs> <laughs> That's, I uh, know, uh, that's another guy who does that, who laughs. Ah, oh, who's it that laughs? Uh huh, uh huh. Did you say Jay Z? Yeah. Yeah, he laughs a lot, but I don't know in the beginning. There's a there's a rapper called MC8, and um, his thing is, uh, he says yeah at the start of every song, but he says jeer. He says it with a J, yeah, okay. or with a G. So he says it's jeer at the start of every single song. He just goes jeer. It's MC8, and then starts. It's fucking great. Oh. I used to say jeer a lot when I was a teenager because I uh, was a big fan of MC8. Um, hi everyone. We're here to discuss a martial art. Well, not quite a martial arts movie, but we're here to discuss a uh, an Asian action thriller. Uh, today we are discussing 2010s, the man from nowhere. I always know roughly what the date, what the year is, based on cell phones. Oh, yeah. oh. Well, and wardrobe. A lot, of, a lot of Motorola razors. Yeah. A lot of razors in this one. And if they go, what's that? I know, wait. Which, which they did in this, right? Yes. A few times. Um, yeah, this is a Korean... Oh, wait, I'm popping. I'm sounding too loud. I'm going to turn, turn myself down. Popping P. There we go. That's better. Um, so this is a 2010 film, The Man From Nowhere. Thank you to everyone who has been wanting us to do this film forever, which there is a whole bunch of really? people. You've already seen this, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yes. A bunch of people. Have you seen this before? I've seen this. Yeah. Um, uh, I had not. Yeah, a lot of people were excited about us doing this, including, um, I believe, Steph from Art School Dropouts. She Ooh. Was, she wanted us to do this one. Um, and, uh, yeah, we're going to jump into it. But before we do that, we're going to talk about a few things at the top of the show. Oh, yeah. Like we usually do. Uh, what have we been doing? What have we been watching? 
Uh, my apartment is very clean, as I told you. Your apartment is shockingly clean. We walked in and it, it, we were confused. <laughs> Two beautiful middle-aged women came in here. Mm. They were mirthful and they were delightful. And they were sprightly. Were they in maids' outfits? They weren't wearing clothes. <laughs> uh, That's even better. Yeah, they came in. I, they're so nice. Oh, my God. You know someone's nice when they're ha- laughing and having a good time before they even see you. Yes. I could hear them just coming down the hall having yeah. a good old time. <laughs> and they just kept that up with me. Hey. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, so they cleaned everything. They touched everything in my house. So I got... Sorry, here's a, here's a, here's a big thing. Yeah. That has actually helped me get over more of my OCD. Oh, that's awesome. Because it's like everything in here is disgusting. Yeah. And I'm just like, all right, it's what it is. Yeah. And the other thing is, every time I leave my house, I put on my COVID gear, right? Yeah. This is my COVID gear with that jacket. (laughs) Yes. I delicately remove it. I wash my hands. I shower before I go to sleep. Yes. In over two, two and a half, three years, I left my house. I went shopping. I came back. I didn't shower. I jumped in bed. Oh, wow. So I'm getting better. That's pretty good. Congratulations. Yeah. Uh, which is funny because whenever you sleep at night, I break into your apartment and I rub my butthole on everything. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'd just reveal that now. That's what the smell you know. is. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, you've had your apartment cleaned. Um, we have we been up to? Oh, I've got I got a little a little bit of news and stuff to discuss at the top of the show. Have we been watching anything? No have answer. We? Yeah, we have. What have we been watching? Uh, last night we watched Violent Night. Yes. Um, which is the new David Harbour film where he stars oh. as Santa Claus. What's that to say? It wasn't all that. It was fine. It was distinctly meh. Um, the action was good, at times great, but the rest of the film was like, it's really corny and like, I believe in Santa, very cheesy, like a kid's film. So is the plot Santa's a badass mother trucker? Kind of, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, wait, what uh, were you done with? Uh, I mean, I, I just wanted to say that like a lot of um, a lot of action fans on the internet are talking like quite highly about this film, and I don't see it myself. Um, I I thought it was it was fun. I thought, I thought it, it was, was fun. Fine, yeah. I, two and a half stars for me on Letterboxd. Well, right, what were you going to talk about? I was just going to bring up the other thing that we watched. Go on, Glass Onion. We on watched Netflix. Glass Onion on... I can't do that. Hold on. Keep talking. <laughs> we watched uh, the the uh, Knives Out like sequel, uh, Glass Onion, on Netflix. Yes. Uh, it was good. I liked that a lot. I liked that like... <laughs> I, I liked I, it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I thought that was excellent. I, re- I was don't good. I don't think it's quite as good as Knives Out. No, it wasn't. I, I would say it's up there as one of the most... I don't think it's in my top 10 of the year, but I would say it's definitely one of the more entertaining films I've seen this year. Um, I very, very much enjoyed it. Uh, everyone's good in it. Mm-hmm. All new guys? All new cast? Well, yeah. of course, uh, Daniel Craig's in Texan. it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's in it. Um, everyone else is new, yeah. You've got Janelle Monet, Dave Bautista, Catherine Hahn. Kate Hudson. Kate Hudson. Yep. Lamar Odom. Hahn. Who? Lamar Odom. I don't know who he is. Who's he? Basketball The player. scientist. Yeah, no, but- not Lamar o- Um. You said Lamar Odom. I said Lamar Odom, didn't I? That's not his name. I, his, I didn't um, know that actor. Well, am I meant to... Uh, uh, the black guy, the scientist. No, no. I'm oh. saying I don't know that actor. Um, I, re- I recognize he's black. I noticed that. But I don't, I don't know the actors. Like, I don't know what he's been in. He was the only one. Stuff. Everyone. Catherine Hahn. She was in... Did you watch... Home Alone? 
No. no. Who's the mom in that? What's her name? <laughs> I, I can't remember. That's uh, a, a Catherine Summit. Leslie Odom. Leslie That's Odom. His name. What else has he been in? We're having 12 conversations here. Mm-hmm. Um, Catherine. He's been in some musicals. Oh, duh. In the original Hamilton, he's um uh, uh Aaron Burr. Oh, fucking hell. That's him. Oh, One Night in Miami. Oh, yeah. oh that film's dope. Um, Catherine Hahn, did you watch um, 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 uh, WandaVision? Yeah. She's yeah, Agatha the Witch. Who's, she's in everything. She's the lady in Anchorman. She goes, uh, anything. There you go. There you go. She's in a lot of comedies. Um, yeah, Glass Onion's really, really good. I highly recommend it. For, and it's on Netflix now. It's long. It's two and a half hours. So it's a lengthy boy. Um, just like me. Um, but, uh, yeah, I really, really enjoyed it. I thought that was a good two and one. Two and a half hours. It didn't seem like it was a long. Two hours, 20 minutes. Uh, speaking of lengthy boys. Oh, uh, I have a lengthy boy joke for you. Oh, go on. I was at Best Buy today, and I was looking at tablets. Yeah. And I was like, man, if I could buy my dad a tablet, he would lose his mind. But that's just too much money for a gift. He would he would hate that I spent okay, that much. too much, yeah. One of them was like 36 bucks. Oh, yeah. For a seven-incher. Yeah. And I was like, that's not. I'm not going to give him a seven-inch. It's like a phone. Yes. And then the next step up is one inch for a hundred bucks. Yeah. And you know what I said in my mind? I'm like, I'm not paying 60 bucks for an inch. And I was like, well, maybe I wouldn't pay 60 bucks. <laughs> I would definitely pay 60 bucks pay, for an inch. Hell yeah, 60 bucks. I'd pay more than that. Um, lengthy boys. Uh, Christmas Day is tomorrow. And me and Devin are going to go and watch Avatar 2. Yep. At the old cinema. Yep. Um, and that is, I believe, three and a half hours. Whoa. So that is a, that is a long one. But you should have intermission. Do you know what? Sometimes I wish they'd bring back intermissions. Um, and I think with Avatar, yeah, that would be a good one. Something three and a half hours. Just, just ten minutes. Yeah. Let me walk around and get some water or something. Pee. Yeah. 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 Make a little love. <laughs> get down tonight? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so we're going to go and see that tomorrow. That sh- I've heard very, very good Are things you about that. Yeah. I am. I don't, I'm kind of indifferent. I get... I, I recently I've got even increasingly worse and worse anxiety about going to the to the cinema. Like I, it's terrible now. Um, so I, I don't like the idea of going to the cinema, but seeing the film, absolutely, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, like I, I'll be happy once I'm when I'm sat there and in it. But leading up to it, uh, yeah, for some reason I'm not. Yeah, I'm not thrilled. I'm not like as excited I was like when we saw like Wakanda Forever or um like the Batman or you know stuff like that but I am looking forward to it. Yeah, I I I think if anything it's going to be a visual treat. Yeah. That's that's all it is. Let's yeah. be honest. Yeah. I'm sure. The- but then all yeah, but then also a part of me is just that a length of time is a bit unappealing. Oh, it, to me no. Length of time I'm good with. Like, three and a half hours of being in an avatar world? Yes, please. Yes. I mean, I'm in for that. It's too long. No. No. Um, how do we feel? Sunny? We've been watching Always always, always Sunny in Philadelphia. We did I think start we're, in, it. we're on season three now. Season Guys, three? You might think I'm joking. You have no idea how happy that makes me. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's my favorite show, and I have a lot of inside jokes with my friends from the show. Okay. So we're going to like, our <laughs> senses of humor are going to like. Okay. I think the problem with us is that we currently, we don't binge it, but we watch like three episodes in a night. So sometimes they merge together a little bit for me. That's fine. Um, but uh, I'm enjoying it. I think I think there's some misses. Sometimes there's some misfires, and the episodes aren't as good as I perhaps want. But some of them are very solid. Is yeah. there anything in particular? Because I'm so biased, I don't think I can even pick out something. Well, there are some episodes that are just not good. 
Um, they are like, it's like three of them. Oh, that was one recently that I didn't love that much, and I can't remember what it was. Let's see. We saw the football tryouts. There oh. was there. Oh, that, there one, that one was. Yeah. Was that Green Man? Yes. Oh yeah. 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 There was their real dad. Yeah, the whole real dad stuff I wasn't really into. That didn't do much for me. Um, but you know, I think every single episode at least has a moment where I'm just like, yeah, that's funny. It's there I was mean, the baby. The baby in the dumpster. The dumpster baby, yeah. yeah that, the dumpster you know baby. What? I didn't like that episode. Oh, no? I didn't like it. I think I thought they bashed the whole dumpster baby thing over the head too much. I was like, okay, we get it. It's a dumpster baby. Just to oh, get a base. you're going to call it DB. I get it. Oh, funny. Yeah, I didn't, didn't, didn't love that. Yes, when they took it to the telling salon, I laughed. That I thought that was funny. Yeah. Um, it is. It is surprising. I did not know this. It is a surprisingly very fucked up show. Oh yeah, like it is twisted. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, they're all assholes. Yeah, they're yeah. all yeah horrible. Oh, there's no people. redeeming character. No, no one. Well, they're not evil. They do have a sense of morality, but they flirt. They're just absolute idiots. Yes. And, yeah. With yeah, they're chaotic. Good, neutral, <laughs> neutral, yeah. But I am enjoying it. Um, I do, I do. We are going to stick with it and uh, continue watching it. Oh yeah. Um, uh, speaking of TV shows that are funny, I just finished for the second time. I powered through this bitch. I watched Fleabag for the second. Yeah, time. that show. It's beyond flames. It's beyond flames. Like, it's up. I'll be honest. It's up there with the UK Office for me. Like, I really like. She is. She's amazing. Oh my god, she's absolutely phenomenal in that. I, her, not just, she obviously writes the show and she writes it very, very well. But her acting and the way she like breaks the fourth wall. Oh my god! If you haven't, if you haven't seen Fleabag, it's on Amazon Prime now. Go ahead and watch Prime Video, whatever you call it. Go ahead and watch it. It's literally twelve episodes. That's it. And if you don't have enough time, just watch the first season. Yes, that's yes. all you need. On, in my opinion, the second season's great as well. No, you don't like it, it as falls much. Off, yeah. Oh, I like it. I like the second season. I, 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 I really enjoy the second season. Um, I do agree that it's not quite as good as the first one. Um, and I think the ending of the second season is fucking amazing. I love it. Um, yeah, feedback very good. Uh, the only movie news I have. How does everyone feel about uh, Henry Cavill no longer being Superman? What? Yeah, they, they, they fired him, or he basically they've told him. Uh, so if you didn't know, you might not know, uh, James Gunn, who directs Guardians of the Galaxy and the Suicide Squad, is now head of DC Movies. So he's the CEO. He's running the whole thing with another guy. And basically, they've told Henry Cavill, nah, dog, we're not keeping you. They're going for a younger Superman, but they are not going for an origin story. So we're not going to get an origin story, but we are going to get a younger Superman. And uh, Cavill, um, I feel really, really sorry for Henry Cavill because... He just quit The Witcher to in order to do Superman. Don't feel too sorry for him. He's Henry Cavill. He's a gorgeous man, and he's a multimillionaire, so yes. Really? So he quit Witcher, and apparently, he, I believe he's just fired his agent. Um, I sure, I'm sure it's got something to do with this. Because you haven't seen Black Adam yet, right? Is it okay if I spoil something in it You'll, for you? I won't give a shit. I'm going to spoil Black Adam for people. If you haven't seen it, it's not that good anyway. It doesn't really matter. But I'm gonna, It's a small spoiler in the post-credit sequence, Black Adam is confronted by Superman. Like face? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, he's it's a cameo and Superman's like, "Yeah, dog, don't fuck with me because I'm pretty strong as well." Basically. Is pretty strong. Uh <laughs> is, does the rock like tower over him? Not really. They don't really sh- no, they don't really show it. They're not like real close up. There's a bit I of I think Superman's even floating. Them. Oh yeah, I he is. I think, I think he's, he's floating. floating. Yeah. Um it's very iconic for him to 
do that. But of course, the idea was, oh, look, Henry Cavill's back as Superman. Then James Gunn comes on board and he's just like, nope, we're putting the kibosh on all of that. Yeah. Well, I mean, that probably happened. That scene was filmed probably like two years ago. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. So uh, I, I, I agree with everyone. I don't like to... I'm not a DC fanboy in any way, but I will jump on the bandwagon that says... Henry Cavill was pretty much as good as a Superman as you can get. Period. I mean, yeah. he was impeccable. Oh, well that okay, so that may I So no more Witcher then. Not him. It's uh Liam Hemsworth is the new Witcher. Did you not know that? No. Well, Liam's Hen- Liam Hemsworth is uh, the new G- Geralt. Wish I had more thumbs. I give that four thumbs down. <laughs> yeah, he's the new one. I don't see it myself. In my head, I don't oh, see it. He no, was I also like the that. perfect Geralt. Yeah, he sounds. Ex- oh, I don't yeah, like I that. I played that video game. I ended up going to YouTube and finding it and finding like a clip from the game, and I was exactly. just like, "Yeah, sounds just like him." Yeah. I mean, the second season wasn't great, but I w- but I was hoping. Did we even finish the second season? I think we did. That shit was garbage. Yeah, the I, would, I wouldn't watch the third season. I think it's. I sad. would hope that the third season would be because yeah, what it was lacking was yeah, like the action. Speaking of Witcher, the new Witcher hits uh, Netflix tomorrow. Whoa, really? The new one with Michelle Yeoh. The the spinoff, there's a spinoff where Michelle Yeoh is the lead. Whoa! Uh, it's called like The Witcher, Michelle Yeoh. Mm. I know. <laughs> uh, it's called. I can't remember what it's called. Um, but she's like an elf in it. Lee, fuck. That was you know? my my magical animal that I chose last episode. Oh, yeah, it was. What are you holy fucking at? I'm just so disappointed. Well, for one, didn't know any of that. The fact that yeah, now so no more. The fact that, so I just assumed when you said that, when you said that uh, he quit as the Witcher, that they weren't just going to do it. But now you're saying that, but it's going to be. He's gonna... He handed it off to do Superman. Ooh. That's the whole point. And then right. they were like, nope, Superman ain't happening. Don't feel bad for Henry Cavill. He's just been cast in Amazon's Warhammer 40,000 TV series. Oh, shit. And that's going to be fucking huge. No, I don't feel bad, but I'm just disappointed. Like, I know. No offense to Liam Hemsworth, but no, nah, son, don't see it. No, nah, I don't see it either. And I, I think they might be uh, getting rid of uh, Gal Gadot as uh, Wonder Woman as well. Maybe mm. I don't think that's been officially announced yet, but they might be. Do- oh, they're rehauling shit. Maybe she wants to do a real movie. <laughs> no offense. <laughs> um, uh, the Rock is no longer Black Adam. They are getting rid of Black Adam, so they're, they're not continuing with him either. So they're they're he's fucking cleaning house, <laughs> and they've said that. The Batman, the film, the Batman, that world that Robin Pattinson's Batman, Robert Pattinson's Batman in is in. Jeez, I can't speak. That will not be the DC world going forward. The Batman will be its own separate thing. So we might even get a new Batman. But they were planning on doing a film with Michael Keaton, bringing back Michael Keaton, and that was going to be Batman Beyond. And they've canceled that. So they've canceled basically everything across the board. Um, uh, you ever watch that show? Yeah. Mm, okay. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't my style. I didn't. I liked it when I was younger. I didn't really get into Batman the cartoon. Yeah, I always respected it. Yeah, but Batman Beyond. Again, I didn't really watch much of it. it was great. Yeah, I, I watched the first episode recently, and to be honest, I quite enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Well, I thought it was quite good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it's gonna be interesting to see what they do. Whether like uh. Uh, Jason Momoa is going to be kept around for um. For oh, they haven't. He hasn't talked about Aquaman. Mm-mm, nope, we haven't. Oh, we haven't. Shit. We haven't heard anything yet. So the thing is, you know. Uh, Wait a minute. Have they finished Aquaman two? 
Yeah, we got a trailer for it. Okay, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Aquaman 2 is due out in 2023. That crazy okay. lady's not in any of them anymore, right? Well, apparently, this is what I heard recently, that they kept her in, but then there was an announcement recently, and this might just be a rumor, that they actually went back and removed all her scenes. So we don't know. Um, but I think it'll be interesting because there's a potential that they'll cast a new Batman for a new DC world. Um... So I think the next the next DC film proper that we're getting is fucking the Blue Beetle, which is crazy that that's the next DC film that we're getting, and they fucking cancelled Batgirl, and it was halfway done. So I mean, so I think, and if he is going to, the only thing I could say is that if he's if he's if his intention is for more continuity. Like that's what Marvel, that's how that their approach when they started doing films, when their cinematic universe started, they, they shot for continuity. They had their whole, you know, year, years long plan yeah, and how it all, how to start and how it all connected and how it would grow. And that's what I felt DC was lacking. And so if that is his vision now to, to create continuity, Yes, then that fine. is that. Apparently, James Gunn has an entire world planned. Yeah, he is currently writing the new Superman film himself. Um, so uh, hopefully, no offense to James Gunn, he does superhero films well, and he does them very funny and silly, and that's good. Don't make Superman silly. Superman should be just, just a, a massive, just like an indestructible hero. It, it shouldn't be silly. I hope he doesn't make it goofy. Um, but we'll see. I think. But then it, again, I think to give, but the, the characters that he had worked with previously, when it came to Marvel, there was humorous aspects to them, right? I mean, granted, I haven't, I don't know anything from like the comics, but right, like I've never read a Guardians of the Galaxy comic. I can't tell you. Yeah. Suicide Squad, probably. Yeah. But, yeah. I'm out of breath because I just drank the coldest drink. <laughs> I forgot how cold that was, and it took me aback. Um. So that's interesting. Yeah, I think I think it'll be it'll be interesting to see where the uh, where the DC world goes. Um, either way, I'm you know I'm still a superhero fan. So. Yeah, of course. Um, how was your? Uh, we got asked this. Sorry, whoever asked me this, I'm very very sorry. I didn't put it as a question at the end of the episode because I thought we'd talk about it at the top of the episode. How was your Spotify Wrapped? <laughs> well, do you know what Spotify Wrapped is? I don't even know what the second word you're saying is. Wrapped. So, so at the end do, of every year, you know what Spotify year, is. Yeah. At the end of every year, Spotify creates a Spotify Wrapped, where it basically goes through like all your most, all the songs, you know, the your most played songs. This is your most like listened your, to song. Yeah. This, this is, is your, your favorite, favorite artist. Yeah, stuff this like is that. The genre you listen to. Right. What was your most listened to song? WAP. Yeah. In 2022. <laughs> Gavin listens to WAP more than any other song. He has some hoes in his house. <laughs> do have some hoes in his house. Yeah. That's mental. <laughs> <laughs> to me, that's mental. When I saw that, I, I started laughing, and I was like, oh, no. But then I was just like, yeah, that's actually very true. I enjoy that song. I feel like, for me, it pumps me up. Certified Freak. Yeah. Every Seven day of the day week. week. Wet-ass peanuts. Make this. <laughs> I First time I heard it, I was like, this is just hilariously bad i get what they're doing shock value yeah and i listened to it again i was like i get it yeah i get it i get that song yeah, yeah. uh who's your most listened to artist 
Billie Eilish. Okay. <sighs> Go ahead. I'm a diehard hip hop fan. I heard that. You know who my most listened to artist was in 2020? Uh, uh, Kenny G. Billie Eilish. Really? Mm-hmm. Yes. Huh. I'll tell you why. Do you know what my number one song was of 2020? I don't know any of her. Ocean Eyes by Billie Eilish. Yeah. I'll tell you why. Look, this is why I hate Spotify rap. <laughs> fucking hate it. Because I listen to hip-hop all fucking year, non-stop. Problem is, Billie Eilish has four songs that I fucking love mm-hmm. that I listen to over and over and over because they're fucking incredible. But it doesn't fact like my 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 most listened to genre for the year was hip hop. So when it broke down genres, it was obviously hip hop. But that Billie Eilish, she creeps in. Some of her songs are, are very good, and I love her voice. Yeah, she's a good. So that's singer. why. Yeah, I listen to her songs quite a lot too. And yeah, yeah, I love her voice. I love her songs. So that's why she was my number one. Yeah, my top my top five songs were fucking incredibly wrong <laughs> none of them were hip hop I think I think one of them was fucking um, one of them was a, a, a Strokes song Strokes are good this one song is maybe my favourite song of all time what's our, what's, what's your... it's off one of their recent albums oh. so you may not have heard it um, I can't remember what it's called it's, it's off but like... your but Spotify isn't wrong it goes through what you so it Spotify. went by what you <laughs> so I've already it went by what you played I've already started listening to way more hip hop recently <laughs> just, just counter for next year <laughs> you just put it on and put it in the other exactly. room exactly if Snoop Dogg isn't going to be number one next year then I don't know what you know that guy Julian something the main singer of the Strokes yes he has like a really unique voice a really interesting. He puts voice. the microphone in his mouth. He's like, <laughs> it's good stuff though. It sounds good. It's got like a like an interesting, yeah, like a, a, a kind of uh, antiquated sound to it, like a s- grungy seventies or something. Yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, before we go any further, I have to say, by the way, everyone, we have a Patreon. Yeah. Yes. So, for a, a, a small uh, a small fee, and I don't want to call it a fee, for a small amount each month. For a small donation. For a small <laughs> donation each month, you can get bonus episodes of the podcast that we record every single week. We do the regular episode. We also do an episode called Foo for Thought Uncut, where we get a bit spicy, a bit more in-depth about ourselves, a bit Good. more personal. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you here and now, tonight's Foo for Thought Uncut it's going to be flames. Okay. Oh. Because I have subject matter. Oh. I have I have two topics for discussion. Two topics. Yes, and they're good. Both both topics are good. Um. So also, you will get videos of me talking about my Blu-ray collection, doing movie reviews. You'll get videos of Devon uh, selecting movies for our. We have a monthly poll for our um patrons, and they can vote for the next film that we do. You on. got to see my process. Uh, you got to see how it fails. Is it you closing <laughs> your eyes and swirling your hand around and pointing? Basically. It's her just finding a title that s- sounds good and then pulling it out and going, is this good? And I go, no, put it back. And yeah. then she finds it. That, we did that four times. The first four that I picked, he was just like, no. Yeah, they were garbage. <laughs> no, even though they're in my collection. Yeah. They're garbage. Yeah. Uh, they're not garbage. They're just films I wouldn't do for the podcast. And... Um, uh, there was one that you said that you love, but he was just like 100% I wouldn't like. So I was like, if I, I'm not going to like it, then Cyrus I can't like remember what that like was, it. but yeah. yeah. <laughs> but we picked four films. We had our patrons vote, and it was even Stevens for three of them. Yep. So we're actually going to do all three of those films. Yeah. Um, I've, I've put them in the schedule. They are going to be our next, not our next three films. We're going to do two of them. 
then one that I choose, and then we're going to do the third one. So um, we're going to do Raging Fire with Donnie Yen. Then we're going to do Once Upon a Time in Shanghai with uh, Philip Ng and Andy On. Then we're going to do Project A, Jackie Chan. And then last of all, I'm not sure what we're doing. Uh, we said that we would do Shadow, the the Zhang Yimou film. Yeah. But I might change that because I might change it to House of Flying Daggers instead. I've never seen that. Really? Exciting. You've never seen it? No. Okay, we might do that instead then. Everyone said, everyone messaged me because I, I put on Instagram. I was just like, I might change this to House of Flying Daggers. Everyone messaged me and was just like, why not make it Hero? Why not do Hero? Why not do Hero? I'm just like, because Hero is, we, we are going to do Hero, but Hero is just too obvious. Is that Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon Lady in House of the Flying Daggers? Correct. Yes. Zhang Zi. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, we will do Hero at some if point. If we got married, I'd just be like, this is my wife, Crouching Tiger, <laughs> Hidden Dragon Lady. She was also in what? Was it the Mount or the Grandmaster? The Mount Grandmaster? She was in the Grandmaster. She's also the villain in Rush Hour 2. She sure is. Mm-hmm. Which I've never seen. Oh! Should we do that for the podcast? Oh, God. <laughs> Devin, please. Do you know what? Watch it. We should do Rush Hour for the podcast. The reason why, some of that humor does not hold up. Uh, hey, that's some, some language in the first one. Jackie not Chan okay. dropping an N-bomb definitely does not fucking hold up. Yeah, as, I don't as, even know if I remember Rush Hour. Yeah. It's yeah. very racist, but some of it's still very good. <laughs> terribly racist. And speaking of our patrons, I'm going to go ahead and give them all a shout out because uh, they are wonderful people. And honestly, they talk to me, they chat to me, of, or some of them, I won't say all of them, on Instagram. And they're very good people. They support us. And we just, just I would almost say like a lot of them I'm friends with. They're good people. Uh, so Shane, shout out to Shane. Nicholas, Amok Pal, Rama Disconnected, Anna. a.k.a. Ryan. Go and check out his YouTube channel. Tristan okay. Glover, a.k.a. Martial Arts Film Freak. Check out his YouTube channel. Hey, Tristan. Jack Chu. Uh, Art School Dropouts, who, by the way, hey, I played Dungeons & Dragons with last week. Uh, Dungeons & Dropouts, as we call it. Mm-hmm. And uh, had the fucking time of my life. Loved it. Uh, Eloquent, check out his music, because yeah, you Eloquent. should, because he's incredibly dope. Very good. Uh, James, Donjitsu, Donjitsu, It's Topher, Tina, and Benjamin. And Benjamin, Be- Benjamin recently uh, hooked us up with... <laughs> Shall I say what he hooked us up with? Sure. Uh, Benjamin very kindly... I, should, I feel like we should explain why. I should explain. So, basically, what happened was, recently, um, in our apartment complex, someone knocked on the door of someone in our apartment complex. And yeah, said, our, the leasing office sent out an email saying that this, this yeah. incident happened. Saying that a maintenance man uh, knocked on the door of someone, uh, someone's door at 8 a.m. Spoiler alert, it was not a maintenance man. Some rando. Someone up to no good. Uh, the person, I don't know why they did this. I don't know, because I would have let this person in. But they called the police. So they didn't let this person in. They called the police, and the person was escorted off the property. Now I we thought don't... you said that the person did come into the apartment. No, 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 no. Oh. No, they called the police. Um, they, maybe they were dressed. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the reasons. Anyway, uh, Benjamin uh, is a man who knows his way around... Man about knives. Knives. <laughs> um, he has a very extensive knife collection. And by the way, when I say knife collection, I don't mean he's a serial killer. He has gorgeous looking knives, like beautiful, handcrafted, amazing looking knives. And I reached out to him and I said, hey dude, this happened in our apartment complex. I'm just talking, like I'm just thinking, what is a good knife to have? Like, where can I find a good knife? To just we have for, to defend ourselves for protection. We because we don't have anything to protect ourselves in our apartment. Uh, we do now, so please don't, uh, don't, please don't break into our apartment. But we were just like, 
you know, I said, what, what, what can I do? What can I get? Like, point Other me in the right gun, direction. Because we're not gun people. We are not gun people. And um, he basically offered to and felt, uh, what, sorry, he offered to and followed through with sending us not one knife, but a an assortment, a veritable bouquet, a bouquet, uh, <laughs> a cornucopia, a cornucopia of knives. I know that sounds mental, but um, they were exactly what we wanted. Uh, there were ones that were big and fucking hefty that anyone would be scared of, and then there's the little ones that Devin can carry just in case anyone fucks with her at night. So he sent us a bevy of knives, and uh, Benjamin, shout out to you. He's the man. He's fucking yeah. He's he's an absolute legend. Um, so that's why our patrons are so fucking amazing. Yeah. Nice. That's cold-blooded. <laughs> it's cold-blooded. Not mace or taser. Nope. Nope. Knives. Yep. Guns for show, knives for a pro. You know what I'm saying? No, I've never heard that. I've never heard that. It's <laughs> I like it, though. It's from the film Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. Is it? Mm-hmm. I got a hammer in my bedroom. You got a hammer? Oh, yeah. Sledgehammer? No. Just a... Just One, a yeah. This will take, take a... It's like a claw going. hammer. <laughs> Take it to town. All right. Well, while we're on, we're fucking half an hour in. I'm like, go, 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 go. <laughs> Honestly, that's pretty There's not a whole lot to talk about. You know, this I enjoyed is? this movie. Oh. Whoa, 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 whoa. What are you doing? <laughs> I was just going to. Yeah. No, yeah, I don't. I, don't get I apologize. That. I'm going to have to edit that out. Okay. I'm kidding. I'm not. Um, okay. So, The Man from Nowhere, directed by Lee Jong Biom, that's a tough one. Biom, I think. Starring Won Bin and Kim Sai Ron. Um, I just, this is a tidbit that made me laugh. <laughs> made me laugh. Made me laugh. There is an Indian remake of this film, and it's called Rocky Handsome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. I like it. Rocky Handsome. Rocky which Handsome. I hope everyone calls me from now on. Um, uh, and the interesting thing, uh, the only th- Really, tidbit I have about this film is that the lead actor, where Won, is he from? Won Bin from Korea. Really? He's, yeah, he's Korean. But remember when they we're skipping ahead, but the Korean boss, mob boss, mm-hmm. sits him down and he's like, "This guy can't understand me." I'm saying that's why he's a Chinese. Because he thinks he's Chinese. Why does he think that? Because they're meant to be sending a Chinese guy with the goods, but they oh. send him really. Oh right! Yeah, they think he's Chinese, but he's not. And that's, right, right, that's right. why when he speaks in Korean, they go, "Oh shit!" Well, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, he's not. He's he's Korean in real life. One hmm. uh, Bin, however, did not make another film after this. This was his last film. Could have, could have, because he's fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, he struggled. Uh, apparently, this is. Uh, the notes I have. He struggled with the pressure to find the right role after this and has not acted since. Um, yeah, so I believe, I think he may have done like an episode of television or something. Um, uh, I think before this he was also a model. Uh, not surprisingly so. He's, what? He's quite an attractive gentleman. And the the crazy thing is he couldn't find the right role after this. He turned down Train to Busan. Ooh. Really? Not the not the best move you can make, because Train to Bazan wins are very popular, so there we go. Anyway, let's get into the film. Devin! <laughs> did you like The Man from Nowhere? Of course I you did. I did like The Man from Nowhere. Yeah, what I was going to say was, yeah, I enjoyed this film. I thought it was good, but there's really not much to say about it. Yeah. Um, a, thing, a few things. Okay, but yeah, but yes, I did. Uh, it's very good. You liked it a lot? I did like it a lot. Would you say it's one of the best films we've done? I don't know about the best, but it's 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 up there. Okay, okay. It's being, I mean, 
it's not necessarily a, a it's not a martial arts. Like, it's yeah, certainly not. Yeah, martial not. Arts, but um, but no. But I enjoyed it. Yeah, I'd say it's up there as far as like the uh, the ones that I've enjoyed that we've done. Okay. Okay. Cyrus. Yeah. Do you like this film? Great. Top five we've seen. <laughs> okay. It's um, uh, what's it called? Uh, I see the devil. In what way? It's a revenge film that yeah. someone kind of tracks down killer kind killers. Of. I mean, kind it's of. it's Korean Taken. Yeah. I haven't seen Taken, but yeah, I haven't seen Taken. Okay. okay. What? I watched I watched Taken like two months ago. The first one. That film is good. That film is you Taken is solid. Taken? You don't I need get to. it. Taken isn't one of those films like Lethal Weapon or Die Hard I or guess. Home Alone that you should have seen. But yes, the movie is good. It's it's. Uh, I'd say it's. Better than good. Yes. Only one issue. Around halfway through, I was just like, come on, guys. Pick it up. Pick up the pace, baby. Mm-hmm. It's funny you say that. The end is a completely different movie than the middle of this movie. It, very funny you should say that. I watched this film, and I'll, I'll just come out and say, I fucking love this film. It's amazing. It's fantastic. It's wonderful. Um, and I absolutely love the pacing of this film. But halfway through the film, I went... I wonder if Devin and Cyrus are going to like this. I was okay with it because I kind of like that it's slow and I like that it's a film of two halves. I like that it kind of builds and then the second half is him going, I'm going to shave my head and become a fucking badass yeah. now. And it kind of changes gear a little bit. Oh, but there is a bit in the mm. middle, yes, where it's 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 kind of a little slow. But I, I like it. I like that they, they, they tease you a little bit. They, 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 they cup the balls and they don't touch anything else. You know what I mean? I like that, for example, like they, they in this film, they hint at the lead being a fucking badass in numerous moments, but they don't give you the full extent. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of little snippets. I'm kind of jumping the gun, but when he snatches the knife off that guy at the beginning, oh, I rewind that. <laughs> you're, just, you're just like, oh, okay, he's fucking badass. And then later on, when he escapes from jail, they kind of show you what he does, but they don't show it. Like, yeah. and they're like, yeah. minute one. Minute two, minute three, he's just walking out. The yeah, door. he takes like four minutes and eighteen seconds to escape uh, jail, right? Um, or police station, not right. jail. And then she, he gets the inspiration from that Yu-Gi-Oh card. Is it a Yu-Gi-Oh card? I think so yeah, yeah. I wasn't sure. The Dark Knight. Funny yeah. enough, yeah, because he is. Spoiler alert: very much a Dark Knight. What does he get from that card? I don't understand. I never. I did. I didn't get that. It's kind of two things. It's kind of like this is the girl's card. I need to save her. Yada right, yada yada. Of course. But it also is like it's. It was basically saying escape, and you can solve the crime or something like that it's multiple things right oh, okay it, escape at night and return in the morning or whatever it was said i i, th- I think there's i think there's multiple th- uh things about the card so in in the film this this little girl g- gives him a, essentially a Yu-Gi-Oh card so first thing obviously it's it's her saying here's my card it will protect you so it's her way of saying she said it was her lucky card lucky card okay Okay, here's my lucky card. It's her giving him something and him obviously having this kind of empty life. It's his memento. It's a memento. That's exactly what it is. It's it's a it's a sign of uh, of affection between the two. And then of course, it is also foreshadowing that it is the dark knight and he is oh, right, of the dark knight. Yeah. Yeah. He is the one that's coming to her aid. And then of course, yeah, I can't remember what it says on the, the message card. was like leave now and you can do shit. Yeah, yeah. And uh I it definitely yeah, I can't remember what it is, but it definitely says something about the film. So it has multiple meanings, I think. Um, so the film starts with uh, 
The film starts with someone stealing money, essentially. There is a uh, a money... Oh, not sorry, not money. Heroin. No, I'm mm-hmm. wrong. Uh, there is a heroin handoff going on in, in a club, in a strip club. Um, yeah, there are some cops there who've been staking out this place, and they were trying yeah. to, you know... Take down some drug dealers. And yeah. So the drug deal was meant to go off and they were meant to hand the money off. And then what happens is the guy gets, sorry, I keep saying money, heroin. Uh, the guy takes the heroin, he takes it to the back. But one of the strippers is waiting for him, tases him, and steals the heroin. Right. Do you actually fall unconscious when you get tased? No. I don't, I don't know. Does that ever happen? You'll like, you lose bodily function you, and you fall. You freeze up and fall, fall, right? Yeah, but like... A lot of films imply that people are just like, ow! Yeah, people imply that like people fall unconscious. I but then she looked like she tased him in the base of the neck, and I don't know what that could do. That could probably fuck you up. Even those taser guns, people are, when they hold the button yeah. down, they're doing like, yeah, you have to do the fish out of water thing, yes. But as soon as they let go, they're like, oh shit. Yeah, they just rattled. They're like, oh. I'm gonna kick your ass. I'm gonna kill everybody out here. And they do it. They're like, please, I'll do anything you say. Yeah. Yeah, that's one thing I'm I'm not interested in at all to be to be tased. Yeah, like I'm interested in how it feels. I never want to know how it feels. You know, have you ever shocked yourself bad? Yes, it, like your life. Oh yeah, goes between your <laughs> eyes. Yeah, what a what a sensation. The thing that lights the stove. When I was young, I put my finger on that. The the the. Oh shit! Yeah, and that fucking jolted me when I was young. I remember I, I also put my hand on an electric fence when I was young and that fucking blew, Did your hair go up like in the movie? That blew fucking everything back. Yeah, that was... Uh, I swear I... I might be exaggerating. I held something it was so bad like I almost didn't couldn't let go of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I hope I'm not making that up. No, probably not. Electric shocks are grim. Um, so this uh, lady, she steals the heroin, and um, it basically reveals that you know she was she's a heroin addict. Indeed. And um, she is living in an apartment with her daughter, and because she is a heroin addict, uh, her daughter is kind of left to her own devices. And she has struck up a friendship with a guy who is running a pawn shop from the apartment Let's building. Let's not even talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm he has a pawn shop I'm in the apartment. I'm unclear of the location. It looks like it's in the apartment building. That would be like, but I have a pawn they were like, shop at my front door. <laughs> yeah. But then when like they, later on, when like the police was tracking it down, it made it seem like it was in a separate building than the uh, the girl's apartment. Yeah. I Maybe didn't... it's around the corner within the neighborhood. No, it looked like it was in the bottom of the stairs, though, it looked like. I don't know. I don't know. Unclear. Either way, he has a pawn shop. He has struck up a, a friendship with this girl, but he is quite, quite cagey. He doesn't reveal a lot about himself, and he, he, he kind of... He's very standoffish. He's a loner. He's nice to her. That's a really good he's, word for that. Like, keeping everything in. in. Cagey? Stanton, I don't think cagey. Cagey implies shifty. He's just standoffish. Cagey means shifty? Have I been using cagey all this? Well, it would be like someone in a cage... Like I feel like cagey and st- I I feel like cagey. <laughs> I feel like standoffish is 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 uh, an apt word. Reserved, hesitant. What's cagey mean? Oh, you are right. Reluctant to give information owing to caution or suspicion. Oh, look, look at that. Look who was fucking dead on with the word cagey. You were. It was me, wasn't it? But he's not reluctant to give away pertinent information. He's reluctant to. Have a Engage. relationship. Yeah, but he's, he doesn't give anything out about himself. He doesn't have to. I'm saying cagey. Okay. I'm, I'm saying standoffish. I'm saying... 
He's an asshole. <laughs> Susquehanna. <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah, standoffish. Distant and cold in manner. Unfriendly. You're standoffish. Um, uh, yeah, so he, he treats this girl well, and uh, he... Yeah, uh, does he? he? He's not outwardly mean to her, mean. but he doesn't engage. Yeah, but she, she is very... Um, She's got a lot of charisma, this girl, and she's very cute. girl I've ever seen. She's very cute. I liked her. And she's very nice. And she made me like want to tear up. Like when she like when she said like what her nickname is, I was yeah. just like, Oh my god. By the way, there are moments in this film that Horrible. are sad. Yeah. yeah. This poor, poor little girl. Like, hey, that's l- what my nickname is. I'm not gonna tell you. It's garbage. Yeah. And when that lady was, yeah, hitting her with her purse and just being so mean to her, I was just like, Oh man. Yeah. People got gabagool in this film, <laughs> dude. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, one gangster. Oh, the slapping yeah. that dude. Like, yeah, all well, you said. Yeah, the shit slapped out of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I I found it quite sad where she goes. I put on. I put some music on the MP3 player, and he just goes, "You, you terrible have terrible taste, taste in music. music." Yeah, I'm like, that's pretty fucking mean to say to a kid. Um, but yeah, he's kind of like uh, he's a basically he's a bit like Leon in the professional. How Leon doesn't really understand the dynamic of of being with a child, but treats her well. So he treats his kid well. And um, he's closed himself off to love because he's not hasn't accepted. Yeah, you that. keep saying he treats her well, and I don't know if he he he's kind he's to her. Fine, he's kind enough, but yeah, he feeds her and he's like, yeah, you can sleep yeah, yeah. He, he lets her bed to sleep on. That's true. And her mum's cracked out. And he doesn't molest her. On top of it, he doesn't yes. molest her. That's that's very true, and that is that is good. Do you know what I noticed in this? Go on. Can we talk about the mom real quick? Yeah, go on. Okay, in the matter of twenty seconds. She yeah. comes over. She's really angry. She's like, "Oh yeah, hey, oh yeah, you stop hanging Don't around my, my daughter. daughter. Stop, yeah, stop because because uh, yeah, the little girl tells him that the rumor around the building is that he's a child molester. Yeah, and so then you know, so her mom comes banging on the door like looking for her. She does a straight one eighty on this by it, and she's voice. yeah, she's just you know basically yeah talking about how she'll call the police and this and that, and then she yeah offers to go out with him. So she goes, hey. Don't molest my daughter. Two seconds later, you're kind of cute. Do you want to go out? Two seconds later, you're a pussy. pussy. Yep. Yeah, yeah. She's a, she she. Well, she's a heroin not addict. a good not a good mother. No, no. Um, one thing I found interesting, and it may be me. I've I've watched, I'll say Asian cinema. I've watched a lot of Asian cinema in my in my time, and I've never really thought of. I don't want to say Asia as a as a whole let's say like china korea and japan i've just never seen them as places with drug problems you don't really see like drug usage you don't see that in japan that's for god right to be sure and even like korea like even korean films i've seen a lot of korean films and they don't really show drug abuse that much or drug dealing even maybe i'm not watching the right films but i was i was kind of surprised to see it in this film so graphically Interesting. It's almost like the fil- the movie is They're showing criminals. why. There are criminals, though. It's like, w- we got to get into the drug market. Yeah. Because it, there isn't one. Yeah. But there, there are criminals. But what, huh. So what are the criminals doing? Like, in other well, films. What are they doing like, in this? Well, no. I mean, like, in, like, the bad guys and, like, other, like, what are they? Extortion, racketeering, gambling. Oh, it hasn't, but it hasn't been drugs. Racketballing? 
Uh, racket balling, yeah. I don't know what the Yakuza do uh, in j- Japanese film, but it's very rarely about drugs. Very rarely I see drugs. In, uh, in the old, like, in, like, fucking, uh, obviously, oh, Enter the Dragon isn't a fucking Hong Kong film. But, like, in some of the old old films, they'll, like, they'll kidnap a girl and then they'll, they'll, like, inject her with heroin to fuck her up or something. I think they do that in Sister Street Fighter, which is a Japanese film. But I, you just don't often see it. But in this film, it's quite explicit. Like, not only is she a heroin addict, but these guys are dealing in drugs. There's a lot of drugs in this film. You mm-hmm. see plenty of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, big blocks of heroin. Yeah, we get a lab and everything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but I, I thought that was, I thought that was quite, quite interesting. Um, so, yeah, we're just gonna. There's not really much to say uh, plot wise. Well, there's a lot of moving parts in this film, but there's not an awful lot to it. I know that's weird saying that. It doesn't really make much sense. I think this will take, uh, summarize a chunk. Mm-hmm. The girl gets kidnapped. Yes. Having to do with the drugs, having yes. being around. She took the drugs off the wrong people. Right. The mom took the drugs off the wrong people. They came looking for it, so they took her and her daughter. Correct. Guy goes to find them, obviously. Pawn shop guy gets kind of mixed into it because they find out that she had pawned something, and that's where she hid the drugs. In a camera bag, yes. In a camera bag. Uh, fast forward, he's um, coerced into dropping something off to get the girl back yes that is it that's really where it officially starts properly they say you can get the girl back as long as you basically deliver these drugs and they were setting him up to be the fall guy for the police and uh he escapes and yeah he goes after them well they were setting him up to set up the other guy. Oh, right, 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 right. Boss. Yeah, the right. first mob boss, right, right, the older, right. older guy. Right. Um, who wears golfing gloves to slap the shit out of people. Yes. Nice. Um, and uh, yeah, the police. There's like a there's a throughout this film. There's this there's this. Oh yeah, there's a police. There's a team who's been like trying to go after these drug dealers. Yeah, the, the part of the plot is basically this guy trying to hunt down uh, the people who have kidnapped this girl and get this girl back. But the part of it is there's like this police presence throughout, and they're trying to track him down. Um, but it's uh, it works really really well. It like it it's very coherent and very I don't know I like it. Um, I will say one thing: not a fan of his hair early on. Oh, you didn't like the long hair? I don't like that it was in his eye so much. Oh, I didn't mind that. No? <laughs> you think, you think, is that, was that hot? Did you think a little bit? Or, let's not use the hot, hot word hot. Attractive? Is that? Attractive? I think it was all a part of that, of the... Persona? I, yeah, that persona and what played, to, you know, he's disheveled and, you know, he's hiding. and is this, he hotter and with or without the hair? I kind of liked the hair. Oh, okay. I kind of liked the hair. Yeah. Back when, yeah, it, it was quite emo, yes. Um, also, those little fucking ego. Oh, by the way, the, the lead uh, in the film, uh, the lead character, uh, he has a, spoiler alert, he has a past. Uh, some shit went down in his past, and that was his wife and uh, his pregnant wife was murdered. Mm-hmm. Um Pass. Yeah, pretty textbook pass. Although I will say this: the way his wife is murdered Oof. is fucking brutal. Oof. Uh, so yeah, so he was like a bit like a big time like military like special ops oh, like he is, soldier he like the bee's knees, right? And yeah, and yeah, the way his his wife gets murdered, he ruins two hundred million dollar deal, and then he leaves the. Oh, he doesn't leave the service. I guess didn't they say he was like I forget what they what's said. It called? What's it called? Uh, discharged. I forget. Honorably discharged? Honorably discharged after that happened to his wife. Oh, 
He's sorry. talking about before. He's talking about before that happened the to his wife. Why they the, oh, sorry. Yes. Him yes. Because he thwarted some $200 million. Yes. Whatever. Heist yes. or something. And execute someone as well, didn't he? Did he go in and assassinate someone as well? I don't remember. Oh, he was in the killing squad or whatever. Yeah. Oh, I, either way. Either way, his wife gets smashed by a truck. Literally, but like, like <laughs> smushed, smushed. Yeah. His yeah. reaction was like, oh, well, I'm dreaming. His, oh, his reaction was perfect. Blank. His it's performance like, in this film because this can fucking it was act. it's a dump truck that literally smashes into the, into her oh. car and so and it was on that side. side. It was on her side. Oh, she was squished. And smashes into and pushes, you know, pushes the car into, and so it was sandwiched between the dump truck and the but the that whole side of her car where she was sitting completely crushed. So, yeah, and it, she was like turned into pudding. Yeah, exactly. Without a doubt. She was just yeah, some sweet fucking lasagna. Um and yeah, and the yeah, he played that perfectly cuz yeah, cuz I mean, I would probably react the exact same. He, like, uh, what, we, like, we keep saying that he reacts well, but basically he stops and he's just like... It, it's absolute, like, stunned devastation. Yeah, he, he like, can't, he can't comprehend yeah, what Yeah, he can't happened. comprehend it, exactly. It's, it's a complete lack of any emo- any emotes. Yes. It's blank-faced, like you're watching a TV show or something. But it's all like, yeah, it, like, he doesn't understand what he's just seen in front of him. How, I mean, how could you? Yeah, exactly. Literally, one second there's your wife sitting there smiling at you, looking at you, and then yes. poof, you've wa- you've literally watched her get crushed to death. And he gets shot as well while this happens. Yeah, and then he um, gets shot, and then he breaks, and he gets yeah quite upset when he really. sees like the mush, like bloody mush <laughs> dripping from the bottom of the car. Yes, where his wife was very upset. But one thing I did notice, or I don't not notice, it's part of the film. It's not something you just notice. It's it's a bit in the film. He goes to this like I really like this idea. He goes to like this. Little little place that's like a little public shrine to his uh, oh yeah it's like yeah it's like a a cemetery type thing yeah but it didn't look like it was at a cemetery it looked like it was just at this shrine place i think that's how maybe there's two how they are correct there's somewhere you can go to the city that's what I, that's what I mean. I love the idea of that. I love the idea that instead of not having to go all the way to a cemetery to visit a grave, th- there's a place where you can go and just like leave things as like a shrine or an offering to your to your loved no, one. What I'm saying I is, lovely. I think that is the cemetery. Oh, you think that is a cemetery that he's at? I think that's a p- I think that's a part of it. Because wasn't there like an urn sitting next to her picture? I thought it looked like an urn. If there's an urn, that's oh, the whole Oh, maybe it was a cemetery then. Well, then I have a business proposition for you. How about a little shrine place? Maybe I'm you wrong. Can go just in your city. You don't have to go to the cemetery. You just pop to this place, and it's almost like having a um, like a storage locker, but it's a little shrine to your to your loved one, and you can just go there and like leave photos and leave flowers and just stand there and think and like it's a little just like like an altar, like an altar to your family. Well, Fifty fifty with you both. You in? Are you in? Yeah. Okay. I got like four hundred dollars. All right, to, to my name. Oh, we're gonna call it. You got a name for it? Shri- little shrine place. Little little shrine place. Okay, I like it. I'm gonna call it the boyish shrine. Okay. <laughs> no, that's kind of weak. I know. I just it's the only thing I could think. Call of it Mario right. Sunshine. Okay, okay. I like it. I like it. Um, uh, place beyond the shrines. What is that one? Place beyond the pines. It's a Ryan uh, Gosling film. <laughs> Um, anyway, yes. I anyway, I just thought I I like the idea that if it was like a little shrine place, it was kind of cool. But I I could be I could be completely wrong. You know how dumb I am. Mm-hmm. I saw those little booties. So I was like, what are those there for? Yeah, that's dumb. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
Um, one thing I did. This film doesn't make many mistakes. It doesn't like. There's no glaring errors in the mistake uh, in this film. But one thing I did notice, I was just like, wait, she has an MP3 player. She would need a laptop to be able to put songs on that MP3 player. There's no way her mum has a laptop. She's crackhead, right? Hmm. It's Korea. They got. They got to figure something out. They have like. Ar- they have like legitimate arcades there where you like go in and like. Computer, what are those called? Uh, uh, internet cafes. Yeah, yeah. They, they, she could figure it out. Okay, fair enough. Uh, oh yeah, it's so it's a it's a it's a part of a cremation thing. It's a uh, columbic column. Ooh, how do you pronounce that? C o l u m b a r i u m. I don't even those letters. Columbarium. Colin Farrell. Columbarium. Columbarium. Mm. What's the difference between a mausoleum and the other one? <laughs> What's the other one? What's the other one? Shit. Cemetery? No. Damn it. It's in Diablo. A columbarium is a room or building with niche, with niches for funeral urns to be stored. And that's where you Oh, that's exactly like a, what I'm talking about. Yeah. Oh, my business idea has gone down the pan. It's not in here. And so that's what mm. I so that's what I, I believe he was. That's where yeah. And so that, so I'm I'm pretty sure I was right. So well, there's I an think urn and there's a picture sitting. There. I think they should be in local malls. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. All right. You go to a mall and you go and visit your shrine and then you just have a little think and just maybe it's a, like a little private room, a, a small private room where you just have a think and leave some flowers and some photos and mausoleum and crypts. I think a mausoleum is just a modern term for the word crypt. No one uses the word crypt anymore, I don't think. Yeah. It sounds like there's a ghoul. Yeah. <laughs> King Tut's probably in a crypt. He's in a sarcophagus. In a crypt. In a crypt. Maybe. I don't yeah. think he's in there anymore. I think he's like in a museum now. The blood's in the crypts? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you have anything to drink other than tap water? Absolutely not. Okay. I have like an inch of vanilla Coke. And I have this bottle. I've been wanting to tell someone about this for a fucking month. Okay. I have a huge two-liter thing of Diet Coke. Okay. I want it so bad. Okay. I've been trying to open it for a month, and I can't. You can't open it? Yeah, bring and I'm not a little here. child. Bring that fucker here. You have to bring it. We have to, try to have it? a contest. Yeah. Bring it. Yeah. Because there's no way I'm stronger than you, but I might have better grip strength. Oh, no, no. I have no hand strength. Okay, bring it. Bring it. I haven't. Use my body in three years. Bring forth the diet. <laughs> I think we're all going to fail, and our hands are going to hurt, and we're going to have to use a knife. But I'm scared about that knife. I think, I think Devin's going to open it. All right. Great. Win-win for me. <laughs> to be honest, I might use my thighs. Crack it open with your thighs? All right. I might squish that shit like a melon. <laughs> um... So uh, yeah, when when the gangsters turn up to the uh, to the the, the, the heroes, um, to the pawn place, shop, he basically flexes a little bit on them. Ooh, but bring that coke. Bring the coke, but she likes a little bit of apple Dude, juice. I haven't had, I haven't, <laughs> I haven't had apple juice in bring the ages. fucking. <laughs> That's true. We've been very rude. Pretty we've please. been we've Pretty been please. very very rude to Cyrus tonight. I don't know what's wrong with us. I know the. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then, <laughs> then earlier, Cyrus buys Jamaican food for us. He hands out all the food, and then he goes to do some dishes. And we're like, where are the patties? Where are the Jamaican patties? And he just left them in the bag. And, and, but me and Devon were like, where the fuck are they? You've been very rude. Uh, am we I going? I, I greatly right. apologize. I'm taking a swing at this Coke then. Hold on. Oh, I, thought, I thought I was going first. 
I'm not going to get it. Talk amongst yourselves. Okay. Right. You can explain what's going on. <laughs> oh, so... I'm um... trying to open up this diet. Oh. <laughs> hey, goddammit, I'm a little child. First try. Oh, that's so fair. I wanted to open it. Do you know what, though? That wasn't easy. I had to... I like. I like might have popped a nut doing that. <laughs> it doesn't help that I've been loosening it up for a month. <laughs> of course, of course. Yeah, if it wasn't for if it wasn't for Cyrus loosening it up for me, I'd have never gotten open. Yeah, <laughs> Cyrus is a bitch. <laughs> I, back in uh, uh, three years ago. Uh, Cyrus, Cyrus wouldn't have just opened that. Oh, like, he uh, would have. He would have just. He would have karate chopped <laughs> <Right>. it open. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Cyrus would have just. Uh, yeah, exactly. It would have been crazy because you're you're you You probably would have ripped the bottle and torn it in half when you opened it. Right. I have incredibly weak grip strength. Really. Yeah. I would have to wrap this little flap around the bar so it was like I wasn't even using my hands. Yeah, no grippage. No grippage at all. Weak. Anyway, so when the gangsters come to his house, uh, he flexes on them a little bit because uh, they're like, listen, dude, where's the fuck's the heroin? And they uh, they stick a knife out uh, at him and he just snatches the knife with the quickness. Um, like... It was like magic. It was just, it was so quick. Like I I yeah. And then you don't see it, but he fucks up this big guy. Yeah. Uh, and then we get introduced to one of the bad guys. And one of the bad guys is a Vietnamese uh, hired help, I guess. And um, is that the guy with the hair? The guy with the hair? No, 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 no. The badass that he fights with the knife at the end. Oh, that guy. Uh, the silent guy. That guy. Please. Yeah. Yes, please. She said, please. Um, and this guy is basically the, 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 the main badass, like the main hired, hired gun. He's the head henchman. Right. Henchman. Uh, but he's basically on the same level as our good guy. Mm -hmm. Like you can tell that they're both badasses. He comes in and the guy, the bad guy that the good guy has dispatched, the other bad guy comes in and shoots that guy like twice in the head just to prove like. This is what we do to our own people. Like, if, if we do this to our own people, imagine what we can do uh, to you. Meanwhile, the police are looking into our hero, and they find out that he has a sealed record, that he has a locked record, and they can't find his history. So they come up with an idea on how to unlock his record, uh, <laughs> which is fucking wild. So what they work out, is they can't get the Korean government to unlock his record. But what they can do is send a death threat to the White House as this guy, and then the White House will force the Korean government to unlock his record. Right. And um, they send... Is it me? Is it? Was it just, I'll kill you? They just send that in I an email? So. Um, they send the three words, I'll kill you, to, and this is the email address... Whitehouse at whitehouse.com, <laughs> which uh, I hope that is the White House email. I hope that is, um, that is uh, what's the president? Joe Biden. I hope that's Joe Biden's email address. I like that the one dumb cop was like, we're going to send it to Obama, right? Yep. Obama? Yeah. It's like, you have Obama's email address, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, I thought that that was quite funny. And of course, they unlock his record, and that's when they find out that he's total special ops badass. Um, got a note here. There's just there's some gross kissing in this film. There's some gross kissing. Oh, the hair, hair guy in yeah. that hot tub. There's a guy with questionable hair. He looks like an anime <laughs> character. Yeah, um, he's kind of a lead bad guy. He, there's two brothers, the uh, the two bad guys, and he's one of the brothers. And uh, he is making out with some ladies, but he is just kind of like licking their tongues. Yeah, and uh, I just that's how you kiss when you're in sixth grade. Yeah, you like tongue first. How old are you in sixth grade? Eleven. Wasn't tonguing girls and when I was eleven. Well, somebody was. Ah, <laughs> someone. Uh, someone. Maybe bl- seventh grade. Someone blossomed early. Yeah, I blossomed and I. Petered out. Really. <laughs> you peaked, and then it's. it's I peaked in it's seventh been, grade. It's been downhill since then, baby. Um, so, yeah. Uh, then we get we get a club scene. So basically, long story short, the the our hero I can't remember his name. Chin Chin Chan. No. C H A E. Che. I'm gonna say Chai Chai. Chai Charlie. Um, so Charlie goes to the club. Uh, and he's he's trying to track down um, some of these bad guys, and then just call him pawn shop. That's what the main bad guy. You call him pawn shop. I'm going to call him pawn shop. I'm call him pawn shop. So pawn shop arrives in the club, and uh, basically he has a little throwdown in the bathroom, and that's where we get our first taste of like the the fighting in this film. And I have something to say. This film has shaky cam. Yes. For some reason, much like some moments in the Bourne franchise. The shaky cam works. I kind of don't mind it in this film. No. Um, I know some of it's bad in the Bourne films. I know that. I, especially that film where he fights the guy with the magazine, the rolled up magazine. You just cannot tell what the fuck's going on in that fight. But some of the, the shaky cam in Bourne works. In this, it works as well. You don't always see exactly what's happening, but you definitely get the gist of what's happening. Um, what do you think of Korean cinema so far? I love it. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. Do you know what? I think Korean cinema... I, I say that, I mean... It, it, it's like someone saying, like, American cinema. Like, it's so many genres and so many different things. But I've never seen a Korean romance. But I think, like, Korean thrillers or action thrillers or horrors and things like that, I don't think anyone does it better than Korea. I have a question. And I'm not taking anything away from Korea. Yeah. Because, first of all, let me state that I like your shit. Uh, do you think that... We have... Uh, America has a big influence over South Korea, right? Do you think that's why we like their movies? Because they're similar to ours? I think, in a way, I think Korea, South Korea, I think South Korean cinema, the type of cinema that I like South Korea to do, I think it does something better than Hollywood. It takes, everything's so dark. Like, this film isn't necessarily super... Well, it is dark, actually, because they're stealing people's eyes. It's dark in town. And doing terrible things. And kidnapping children and and killing them when they can't work. That's true. (laughs) It is very dark. And I think South Korea does that a lot. I think, like, I Saw the Devil, fucking dark as shit. Uh, Old boy, we all know, that's terribly dark. Even Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance and Lady Vengeance, both pretty dark. Um, Memories of Murder. Just, like, very... Yeah, they just do, like, grisly subjects. And even Moments in Parasite are pretty dark. Um, and I just think it's just it's, done very well. Just if you're any, yeah. you're talking like the horror film, like the one we just watched, it was just it was genuinely very well done. Koreans, they just don't fuck around. Like, that's the best <laughs> way of saying it. They don't fuck around. They make a film and they don't like they don't 
kowtow and they don't like fucking like oh well we'll, we'll lighten this up a bit they just like oh by the way this film's about this and it's gonna fuck you up because it's grim and I, I like that a lot and I think we are gonna see certain films that are definitely more light hearted um, I think that one that I just bought the new um, I bought a film called The Roundup um, with Don Lee in it, oh, right. which is the big guy from Eternals or big guy from Change of a Sand. Um, and I think that's going to be a little more lighthearted. Uh, but a lot of their films are just just done so well. Like I, uh, The Handmaiden is another film that I absolutely loved, and that's dark as shit. Good stuff. Yeah. I like Korean cinema. What are you raising your hand for? <laughs> I don't want to interrupt it. Just oh, no, go ahead. I'm just. Can we do that going on forward? Like, if you don't want to interrupt someone, raise your hand. Just, raise your hand. just not like. Just like. <laughs> I think we should definitely do that because um, one of us has a tendency to cut uh, some other people off. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I don't know who that might be. I'm just. Uh, I'm just just saying that I think there might be one of us. I think you might you might have a point. So yeah, uh, well, Cyrus raised his hand first. So this is kind of off topic, but we were talking about Korea. <laughs> yeah, this is not a good segue. You have a Korea now. I do have one. Yeah, <laughs> a Korea. Um um um. The guy goes. What kind of martial arts was he doing? Uh, I Boxing? Pick, this was so annoying. Or karate? Yeah, but he doesn't say karate. He says hapkido. He does yep, say hapkido. So I looked up hapkido. Mm-hmm. Is it just like Korean karate? With grabs? Yes. Yes. It's it's karate combined with aikido, basically. Kind I had of. no idea that hapkido, that sounds Japanese, though. True. But no, hapkido is definitely Korean. Okay. Hapkido's fucking dope as well. I like Hapkido. They were doing it in this movie, right? Oh, they were doing... Yeah, I mean, I, there was, yeah, there were lots of, like, Aikido grabs in this, and, yeah. I don't know. I, 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 I love the... the what am I trying to say? I'm just going, uh, uh, oh. Um, what I'm trying to say is the moves in this film and the fight scenes in this film, they do not drag them out they are quick and efficient and brutal i love the fighting yeah even the final fight scene isn't that long um it's just a lot of like people just getting fucked up and yeah. it's great it's it's the action is just a pleasure uh yeah really did you want to say something as well David? no it's okay are you sure yes are you sad no because you think that you, we, we accused you of over speaking I don't mean to. Do you know what? The only reason I bring it up is because Cyrus was going to say something earlier. You cut him off and said exactly what he was about to say. Oh, did I? Yeah. I don't realize that I do it. I'm That's sorry. It's okay. It's all right. You're fired. I poisoned your Diet Coke. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you poison it? You couldn't even open it. <laughs> I, I got it see, resealed. That's why it was so hard to open. You could have uh, put a uh, syringe into the side. It would have made of a hole so small that the, 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 the juice wouldn't have split it out. Or juice. if I, I could have done it in the part where there's no liquid. Or the top of the lid. Yeah. Maybe it has poisoned you. Yeah. Mm. Maybe you poisoned your oxtail. Oh, no. I'm really sorry. Well, it poisoned your fish heads. Poisoned Kill me. Bill. Just watched that the other day. You watched Kill Bill? Hmm. Volume one? Every time. Still hold up. Oh. I haven't seen Kill Bill since we did it for the podcast. The scene where she arrives in Japan and talks to Hattori Hanzo at the sushi place uh-huh. is one of the best scenes on earth. Rest in peace, Sonny Chiba. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. The the first one's good. Uh, the whole... What's the... What's the... Is it House of... What's the 
What's the place where she fights the crazy 88 and Orinishi called? House of Leaves. Is it House of Leaves? Blue Leaves? We might be getting that wrong. I might. Is it Blue Leaves? Blue is in there. House of Blues? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Um, But yes, I I agree that uh, uh, Kill Bill. We didn't do Kill Bill Volume 2, did we? No. Still good. That's the one with. um, that's the one with uh, Pai Mei in it. We didn't watch the one with Pai Mei, which is pretty crazy for... You want to make any more noise? I turned my I turned my mic off I know. to try to make it better. I know. We're picking on you a little bit. We are. Yeah. Are. We'll stop mm-hmm. picking on you now. It's Christmas. You, eat, nice mo- to you me. eat moose knuckle? <laughs> I am eating moose knuckles. Darren's chomping on some moose knuckle. It's disgusting. It's called... Uh, what's it called? Moose Munch. It's called Moose Munch. I thought you called her a Moose Knuckle. Oh, no, no. I said she chomping on Moose Knuckle because she brought it home the other day and for some reason I just called it Moose Knuckle. But it's it's called Moose Munch. It's good. It's popcorn and chocolate. Yeah. That's it. It's popcorn. It's caramel popcorn and caramel popcorn wrapped in chocolate. Yeah. That's all it is. But it's good stuff. Also, more films should feature hatchets. I would agree with that. I like a good hatchet. I ain't good a good... I enjoy a good hatchet fight. Um, there wasn't much of a hatchet fight in this. There was only a throw, really, of a hatchet. But uh, I, I, I like a, I like a good, a good axe fight, good hatchet. A hatchet, yes, a very powerful weapon, I'm sure. But it just looks out of place. It does, but that's why I kind of like. Who it. has a hatchet? Uh, yeah, I, I, true. It, Looks great though. Who in like a Korean place, yeah. city would have a hatchet? Well, you know, people need hatchets. Hatchet job. Yeah. Uh, I also think that there's a there's a scene in this film where the 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 good guy is in a car and he's chasing the bad guy and the bad guy calls him on the phone and I think that moment that phone call is his version of I have a particular set of skills. Uh, Liam Neeson from you haven't seen Taken but you know that scene right Uh, I will find you and I think in this one he talks about like I live for today you guys live for tomorrow you need to worry about the guy who lives for today it's like I'm fucking dangerous yes because I ain't got shit to lose son I ain't not thinking about tomorrow if I die today I die today he said some wild shit oh yeah Yeah, he did some atypical hero or anti-hero it was like Really creative stuff. Yeah. yeah. And that's definitely his yeah, his moment, his big phone call moment where at that point you're just like, okay. He's he means business. He means serious business. Um Where are we right now in the story? Right now we are not sure to be perfectly honest. I just got um I don't know why, but I thought there wouldn't be <laughs> but I never thought there'd be a Chinatown in Korea. I don't know why I thought that. Yeah. I always thought the Chinatowns are like, oh that's an American thing or, or anything, a British thing. It's more likely to be in Korea of course, than in America. Of course, yeah. Um, so I think we are... Well, we're getting towards the end. I mean, I, mean, I don't want to... Because I don't want to go too long on this episode. But He has some fights. He goes through, kills some bad guys. Whoa, 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 whoa. we got to talk about that a little bit more. Oh, yeah. Because uh, we're, we're kind of jumping ahead a little bit. We've got to talk about... Um, so, by the way, the girl, the little girl has been kidnapped. And what they kidnapped her for is... They basically, like, sold her to run... Um, <laughs> I'm so sorry. He, yeah, it's okay. I'm we'll we'll get so, there. So sorry. He literally go ahead, just go ahead. started his sentence. I'm so so sorry. Go ahead. Go on. No no no. Now I want you to do it. No, I don't want you now. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
It's okay. Most of the time, I'm fine with it, but I just thought that was funny because we just said that you talk over people. Um, so the girl has been kidnapped, and uh, what what they force the kids to do is basically deliver drug money and deliver drugs. Uh, they and make drugs and and make drugs. There is yeah, they absolutely fucking make drugs in the uh, in the, uh, the drug, drug making house. Uh, house. Yeah, it is kind of silly to see little kids do making drugs, though, isn't it? It is, but it's kind of like I didn't I didn't think it was that silly when I watched. It, I was just like, oh, this is kind of raw. This is like grim. You think that that probably it really happens, huh? Probably, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, no good. Um, so this little girl is being forced to, to do this and um, so the the good guy he tracks down one of the brothers and he fucks him up in, in this drug house and uh, go on sorry it's tough to say go on I say go on because Devin threw her hand up <laughs> it's best to talk in that respect <laughs> go on I mean he doesn't just like fuck him up like he shoots him in the leg multiple times with a nail gun I forgot about the nail gun. That was great. Yeah, he does destroy him with a nail gun. Yep. Yeah, that's uh, that's very true. This is very small, and I'm sure you noticed it and would agree with me, but maybe wouldn't bring bring it up. Yeah. He comes to the crack house, whatever, mm-hmm. for the first time, and he sees the portly gentleman about to anesthetize or kill the kid, mm-hmm. like the gaunt faced little girl, and the his facial expression when he comes in is like. He's so full of rage, he's almost at peace. Yeah. He's like looking around like like he's Jesus, like who's just arriving to Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like I was like kind of terrified because I was like, this guy is going oh, to he, he's terrifying. rip you in half. Hundred oh, yeah. percent. He is terrifying in this film. Like yeah, his some of his features are just and yeah, he just he he's almost at car at peace with how much wrath he's about to bring on these people. Yeah. He's like Okay, I see how this he is. He came and he's like, "Yep, you have no idea what I'm about to do to yeah. you, and this is why." Yes, yeah, and I'm going to destroy you. Mm-hmm. And um, there's a brilliant bit. I really, really like this. I, I, and it's it's kind of it's probably been done in a thousand other films, but I really liked it in this one. Uh, but these two, uh, he shoots this this like Sarah said, this portly guy, and then two other guys walk out of like uh, this this the, the drug room, and um, basically our hero is like. He's, standing in the shadows and you can't see all you see is the muzzle flash yep. of his gun go off and I was just like yeah that's kind of cool they could have just had him walk out the shadows and do it but you just need a muzzle flash no it's nonsense just, yeah oh yeah it's 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 good stuff they're, they're sleek with it they're sleek with it um, and yes so he uh, fucks up the guy with a nail gun uh, and calls his brother and basically torches him while he's on the phone to his brother, which is fucked up. Yeah. And his brother does not uh, like it very much. He gets quite upset and says Shiba a number of times. <laughs> Shiba, that shit's everywhere. What, is it, what's the word? I don't know. Is it Shiba? Is it just Shiba? I think Shiba, Shiba is like Sh- fuck and then you, it morphs. Oh, it's, it's, uh, it's everything. It's shit. It's fuck. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, the word, I don't know what it is. I think it's, yeah, Shiba or Shiba. It's also a dog. Shiba. Shiba Inu. Mm-hmm. Toshiba. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he fucks up this guy. And then, basically, yeah, we're going to fast forward a little bit. So, the brother, who the, the, the living brother, basically says, Right, we have the little girl. You've just fucked with my brother. I am going to have her eyes removed. I'm going to need oh, a little so- help here. We're not there yet. No, you didn't interrupt. There's something at the very end of the movie I'll bring up that has to do with the eyes. Okay, go. 
So we forgot to say that uh, along with the drugs, they harvest organs. They do harvest organs. So the little girl's mother, they murdered and uh, to take her organs. And definitely. And then for a little... I'm talking about you now. <laughs> so for the little girl, they say for kids, because their organs aren't fully developed, they're not much use. However... They can get money from their eyes. Yes. And so when um, when uh, Pawn Shop is just like, you know, give me the girl. And he's just like, you know, give me my brother. Kills the, unbeknownst to the main bad guy, his brother's dead. And he's just like, fuck it. Take the girl's eyes. Take Kill her. the girl's eyes. Yeah. And Devin did point out something very, very interesting about the film, which is kind of a slight, not a goof, but... Uh, the fact that they harvest the mother's organs, but they wouldn't really be able to harvest her organs because she was a heroin addict and but her organs wouldn't be great. After I said that, and then I was just like, but then I was just like, well, these are criminals. They're not the most ethical. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't think I, so they don't give a fuck. Yeah. Um, so we fast forward a little bit and the, the little girl is in the back of an ambulance with a gross guy. He's doing some drugs and he basically puts her under uh, he puts like a mask over her face and uh, knocks her out and set prep surface. Basically, he's a fucked up surgeon. Uh, they call him 500 because it's his golden life to cut open 500 bodies. And um, he is in the ambulance with the little girl about to remove her eyes. And also in the in the ambulance is the Vietnamese guy who's like the main head henchman. Right. Something's just dawned on you. Yeah, I what just it. dawned on you? Did you really not get it? Please tell me you got I it. Get it now. It was his eyes, right? <laughs> yeah. You didn't get that? No. I mean, they showed him. They showed the guy at the end without his eyes. I know. I know. I didn't make the connection of the English-speaking guy being that okay as a human. Well, I. He, sorry. No, no. Go ahead. I think it was just it was that moment where she puts a bandaid on his cut on his forehead. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Um, but he also eats with the kids. Do you know what? Throughout this film, I think that guy who, yeah, the uh, the uh, the English speaking guy who's like the head henchman, he has like a. I think he's he's almost like a. I see him as almost like a Ronin character. Like he has honor, but he's like a hired gun. Yeah, he doesn't like what he's doing. He's yes. he's looking for warriors. Yes, exactly, exactly. And I think that's why he's not on board. By the way, we're, we're kind of spoiling it a little bit, but um, the good guy arrives at this like final area final building to to have a fight and then they have the girl's eyes in this glass case and he gets very very upset i'm just going to jump ahead then Kill, he the, kills everyone and then those two fight it out they're not the girl's eyes they are the surgeon that, find out later yeah that was going to cut out the girl's eyes the english-speaking henchman actually cut his eyes out because he didn't want him to cut out the girl's eyes but before if we rewind a little bit, we get like the final fight sequence. Um, basically, we get a, a bit of a shootout, and then it turns into like a knife battle. Mm-hmm. And uh, people get fucked up mm-hmm. when he's pulling that guy by his arm, dragging his arm, and just slicing his arm and like slits it, slits his wrist at the end. It's just yeah. like, pissing blood. I like yeah. how he held the guy's arm and looked at his friends like, "You better not." Yeah, that's exactly what he does. Do yeah. it. Yeah, and they and they all kind of like. They're like a little, uh, they stand back a little bit. And yeah, he fucks up a bunch of people. He gets fucked up a little bit himself. But I think, it, it, again, a testament to this guy's acting. They roll the eyes to him. And when he picks up the eye, like, his, yeah. he starts shaking with yeah. rage. And you're just like, okay. And he's not, and, but not just with 
rage. I think he's heartbroken. Oh, of course, absolutely. Yeah. That's what I'm Not saying. just with rage, but he's heartbroken. Oh, he's absolutely de- he's destroyed. destroyed. Absolutely destroyed. It's a cocktail of rage and remorse. Yeah, I I think it's remorse. Sa- sadness isn't hard enough. I, th- I, I think heartbreak, devastation, like, yeah, heartbreak, devastation. devastation, yeah. Uh, and I think, yeah, it has it has a lot to do with like he he can't fathom that they've done this to the girl, and I don't think he can fathom that he didn't get there in time to save her. Yeah, he couldn't save her. Yeah, here's another layer. You know how that little girl is the only thing anchoring him to this world. Yes. Yeah. She's gone now. So he's Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. He turns he he becomes a monster at the end because all he's good for is killing or all he's been good for is killing. And the one thing that tethered him to his life pre- previously was his wife and his baby. It was going to be his baby. And then they got killed and then he and became So he this, just became his recluse, yeah. He became the shell, just an empty shell of a guy and then this girl kind of brought joy into his life and then with her gone, yeah, he's like, "Oh, it's on and popping." I wonder why he didn't go get furious the first time. It was just too much. Yeah, maybe it just broke. Maybe he just couldn't handle it a second time. Maybe the first time he just, it broke his spirit rather than turned him into wrath. Mm. Yeah. Um, so once he kills basically every fucking henchman in there, he does have a one-on-one fight with the English-speaking guy. It's cool. If any, I think everyone who is familiar with Asian cinema has seen this fight on YouTube. Everyone, everyone talk, talks about it. It's just a great exchange of knives. It's not as like slick as like a John Wick. It's very haphazard, but it's also stylistic as well. It's just a beautifully done fight because it's it's choreographed, but it also looks like it's desperate. There's desperation in the fight scene mm-hmm. as well. There's a there's a uh, funny enough shout out to uh, to Joey Min, um, the the director and choreographer, and I guess creator of art school dropouts he was talking the other day about how he likes to um he likes his moves uh or his choreography often to tell a story in a fight scene it's not just there to be fight moves they're there to tell a story and in this there's a story in this fight scene because you can tell that they're like even but they're desperate to get on top of the other person because they know one false move and they're fucked. Right. And um, it's does, honestly, that fight scene probably lasts 45 seconds. Really? It didn't seem I... long to me. Two minutes, three minutes. There's just those two guys? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, I felt it was over in a blink of an eye. Oh, maybe I'm wrong. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll say this. the This is the only guy who's shown... Like, I don't want to say fear, because everyone he fights shows fear, but resistance, obviously. Every person in this movie is just, uh, uh, like, you're dead, you're dead, you're dead. Yeah. This guy, he was, like, concerned. He was like, oh, shit. This guy's, like, right there with me. he shows respect as well. He puts down the gun. Yeah. I mean, that is respect. He could have easily shot him, Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Here's something. So he shoots the eyeballs. He does. He didn't want to do that. He didn't want to, like... But he wanted the guy to be 100% Fury. Yes. For the 100% challenge. Yes. Interesting. And then that's his mistake because yeah. he gets fucked up. Um, I it's cool that he bites his hand. I think that's cool. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. Um, if you haven't seen the film, basically, they're almost a, like a stalemate situation where they're kind of like pushing blades into each other. Um, but the good guy bites the other guy's hand and then gets the one up on him and basically stabs him in the heart. And... Uh, 
kills him. And then uh, <laughs> every scene after that is fucking heartbreaking. Yeah. The, the, the end of this film is fucking heartbreaking. Um, he goes after the main bad guy, the brother, in his car. Yeah, the brother's escaped. He, he causes his car to crash. He shoots it. Um, but then he can't kill him because it's, it's bulletproof. bulletproof glass. And he does the coolest... It, the, it's such an obvious thing that he does, but no one ever does it in a film. But it's cool mm-hmm. as fuck. He just puts his gun to the windshield and he shoots the same point over and over and over until the bullet finally gets through the glass. Yeah. And uh, kills him. And then after that, that's the bit... I didn't cry at this film. Uh, a few people messaged me on Instagram. They were just like, I cry at the end of this film. I was in the I was in the room. Devin was, was almost there. Devin was almost there yeah. as well. Be- when he... When he drops to his knees and then there was a goes moment. Himself. There was a moment before that, mm. you know, where he like oh. he's standing there and then he kind of turns and looks back at the car and he turns back around and there's just this moment of, to me, the look on his face is just like, what do I do now? It's funny you should say that. I said in my in my notes here. Wow. Um, uh, let's see. He looks utterly defeated at the end. Yeah. Lost, hopeless. Yeah. It's incredible acting. Yeah. What do I do now? He just doesn't know. Like He's like, I uh, have agreed to kill myself. He, now I have to change my whole mindset. No, before he agrees, to, uh, goes to kill himself. Oh, I thought you meant like as soon as he sees the girl. No, no, no. no, no, no. Before, before that. that. He, like, he yeah. kills the bad guy. Right yeah, after yeah, he yeah. kills a bad guy, like, he starts to walk away. He yeah. stops. He turns and looks back at the car. Then he turns forward and he looks lost he doesn't need to be the devil anymore he's done he's, and he's just, just like, like he yeah he, what do i do he killed them all girls dead exactly and it was just this utter just defeat and when he yeah and yeah that was yeah that was sad now question should the girl have died in this film no no <laughs> i didn't want her to should i didn't the- think that she when i saw with the eyeballs i was honestly i was genuinely like i really don't think those are hers I think she's alive in because my, of that. Sorry, because of that moment when he put when she put that bandaid on his yeah. on that bad guy's forehead over his cut, and he looked s- surprised, like astonished. Yeah, and I was just like, "He's gonna do something. <laughs> He's gonna." And so when those eyeballs rolled out, I I honestly there was a moment in that ambulance where you know the guy was approaching her with that uh, scalpel, and he kind of looked over, and I was just like. He's gonna do something. He's gonna do. Yeah. It's funny though. It is a Korean film, so you could probably, you could possibly go. Maybe they did cut her eyes out. Yeah. Because they don't. Again, they don't fucking. They're little no holds barred. Um, This film could go multiple ways. Mm -hmm. I think what they could have done is killed the girl, then the good guy kills himself, or they could have gone really dark. The good guy kills himself, and then the girl survives. Oh, the mist. The mist. You just spoiled the mist for everyone. This movie's like 20 years old. Absolutely, I agree. You can't spoil anything that. By the way, if no one's seen The Mist. Very good. This is fire. I haven't really even seen all of it, just bits and oh, bits. So the, whole, the film is the great. Film, it's yeah. really, really good. Good. good film. Um, but that, that ending's fucked. Um, it really is. But they don't do that. Instead, the girl survives, and the guy survives, and then when she sees him, that's the bit that got me when she sees him and she's like, you you came to save me. You came to save me. 
And I was just like, oh, God, yes, he did. But it's how <laughs> it's how she phrased She's just like, I think because she's been so used yes. to being discarded yep. and being thrown away. And she's like, she's he unsure. came to save me, right? Yeah. And yeah, and she yeah. was just getting, and she kept repeating it and starting to cry. And she was just like, you came to save me, right? And she just desperately wants to know that she mattered to And someone. he does. This moment, right? They, they didn't even need to put this, like this moment I'm about to talk about lasts two seconds, maybe one and a half seconds. They didn't need to put it in the film at all, but they did. She starts running towards, walking towards him, and he puts his gun behind him. And he goes, don't come near me. It, like, it, it isn't safe. Okay, and it, you'll get blood on you. And, it's, and you'll get blood on you, yeah. And it's interesting because even though he's taken all this time to kill all these people to protect her, even when he finally saves her, he's protecting her from him. From, like, yeah, he's still protecting. He could be. He could break down and hug her and blah blah blah. But at that moment, he's just like, "Don't come near me. You'll get blood on me. On you. Don't look at my gun. Like I don't want you to see the shit that I've done. I don't want all... you to see who I really am." Yes, exactly, exactly. Uh, and then, of course, he breaks. And uh, he, uh, this guy, he can cry. He 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 does crying very well. I'll give you. Okay, he's great. But yeah. when he was getting that bullet removed. That was like the best pain I've oh, yeah. ever seen. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's this guy. I, I can't believe he hasn't been in more films. He's fucking incredible. Honestly, and he could be in movies that don't require like physicality. Oh no! Oh no! That was yeah. twelve years ago. Yeah, he could do amazing drama. This guy, one. What was his name? One Ben. Whatever his name was. Bonchop. Bonchop. Yeah, the guy who plays Bonchop. He's fucking incredible, and he is. So, he not only plays like understated, like emotionless badass, but when he has to portray emotion, he goes balls to the wall. Um, he does great stuff. But of course, the police get there. The police catch up with him, and uh, the end of the film. He asks them for a favor, so. Yeah, he goes to, he takes her to this, like, it's like corner shop or whatever, and has his backpack, and he's just loading a bunch of shit in there, and basically, like, to say, like, goodbye, and basically, yeah, she's gonna be on her own now, and yeah, it's the saddest thing, he was just like, can I hug you? She leaves him with the old, he leaves her with the old man, though, right? I wasn't sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I thought that was, was happening in the beginning, and then he just started giving her stuff, and no right, conversation that's what I thought was happening. Man. That's what I, yeah, I was super confused about who she was going to be going with. No, he was leaving with the old man at the end. Okay. I think. I don't know. I thought, I thought that's what it was leading to, but then he didn't say anything. All you see is them, like, well, loading the you, backpack. you don't really see it, do you? Yeah. I mean, it ends with them hugging, and, but you know that he's going to be taken away. He's getting arrested. Oh, yeah. We know oh, that. Yeah. Uh, so this is towards your point. It's implied, right? And he he could have gone to any store on, in Korea, mm-hmm. but he went to that one with the nice old man. Yeah, mm-hmm. who knows about her? That's right. why. That's why I think either I, I don't. I don't. By the way, I'm not saying he's leaving her with her for him to be her father. I'm saying he's leaving her with her for him to say, find her a good father. Like, like, oh, okay. get her on the right path. Get her to where she because the old man will take care of her and do what's needed. I'm not saying that he himself will be her father or father figure. I'm your father. Um, guardian or whatever. Guardian, yeah. Um, but if you haven't seen The Man From Nowhere, honestly, it's it's really good. It's one of the better... Uh, I want to say one of the best... Well, yeah, one of the better Korean films that I've seen. Um, again, I'm not... I'm not waist-deep in Korean cinema, but I've seen my fair share. 
Um, but uh, I want to see more. And by the way, if anyone's got any recommendations for Korean films, please send them my yeah. way. Yeah, good, good ones. Like gritty. I typically like the gritty thriller kind. I've seen uh, a bittersweet life and no tears for the dead and stuff like that. We should do uh, a bittersweet life for sweet life of Zach and Cody. We should definitely uh. do that. No, bittersweet life is a really good film, but I don't think there's a Blu-ray release, which sucks. Uh, I was telling Devin, um, the, the guy who directed this film, uh, he directed a film after this called no tears for the dead, which I literally bought on blu-ray yesterday and i didn't know it was the same director but i just happened to buy it yesterday which is interesting another film that's a, a, an action thriller with amazing action sequences in it and he did this then no tears for the dead and then followed it up with a fucking straight up kids animation <laughs> just a kids film just mix it up yeah crazy and we were saying not many actors uh, not many directors can do that that that, that we know of was it good though well, if I'm, he is just directing it. it, that's different than writing it. Uh, not many directors. Not how many Hollywood directors do you know who've done like gritty act, uh, action or horror than did animation? <clears throat> Never he done did animation, right? For the big red dog, he did animation in, uh, in Gil Bill. Mm-hmm. Great amazing. And so that made me uh, bring up uh, Brad Bird. Brad Bird did uh, Incredibles and then went on to direct Mission Impossible: Ghost Protocol. Yeah. And then we found out that. Brad Bird has one of the best four movie runs of any director because he did Iron Giant, Incredibles, Ratatouille, then Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol. Yep. That's a solid four in a row there. Yep. And I looked up Steven Spielberg because we were just like, obviously, he's going to be the one that has the best four films in a row. Mm, Peter Jackson's another one. Who? Uh, Peter Jackson. Oh, yeah. Maybe not, though. Maybe not Peter Jackson. Three Lord of the Rings, then what? King Kong? King Kong isn't great. Oh, in a row? We're talking about in a row only. In a row, okay. In a row only. James Cameron is another one that's definitely done it. Definitely done it. Because he's probably got True Lies, Titanic, Avatar, and Avatar 2. Yeah, that's why I said Titanic. Yeah, True Lies, Titanic. Who did the Terminators? Yeah, that's James Cameron. So James Cameron also has Terminator, Terminator 2, Aliens, and The Abyss, probably in a row as well. Yeah, he's made some good films, James Cameron. Mm-hmm. Aliens? Yeah, he did Aliens. Yeah, he did Aliens and Terminator 2. But not, uh, not Alien, not the first one. That was Ridley Scott. He did the big action one, Aliens, yeah. Yeah, James Cameron's wild. Uh, but I looked up Steven Spielberg, and he does not have four amazing films in a row. Really? How is that possible? He doesn't. He doesn't. I promise you. It's, hmm. Unless you love, like, the film AI. Never saw it. Neither did I. Um, but uh, I think there's, uh, he, he, does a, he does a great run, but AI's in the middle of it. But no. Even- he doesn't have four consecutive good films in a row no. in his entire career. No. No, no, no. Yeah, exactly. But we're saying, like, who has the best four-film run? That's it. I'm, I'm agreeing with you. I'm saying maybe it is Steven Spielberg. It's not. I looked at it. Hmm? No, I, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I, I don't know. Look, look, She's going to look up Steven Spielberg now. I'm telling you. And also, there's films that Steven Spielberg directed that you forgot that he directed, and you're just like, oh, 
I've never heard of that film. Like, he did, like, Indiana Jones, the second Indiana Jones, and then a film called 1941. I'm just like, I don't even know what that fucking film is. Yeah, exactly, but you don't know if it's good. By the way, is your mic even on? Yeah. Oh, it is? Okay. Just checking, because you weren't being picked up very very well. Are you are you, are you going through them? Go on, give me four films in a row. Devin's looking at IMDb. She's silent. I'm eating some jerk chicken. You're eating some jerk chicken. It's very pleasant, but it needs a little more pizzazz. I, I think it needs a little more heat. Just a little more heat. Devin's gone silent. See, she knows. So wait, okay. So go on. Hook. Oh, All right. Jurassic Park. Oh, okay. Schindler's List. Oh shit! What came after Schindler's List? The Lost World. No, oh, fuck off. Lost World isn't that good. No. I wouldn't say that's four, four amazing films in a row. Lost World's fine. Popular. Or no, we're not. We're uh, saying the oh. best four film run. I don't think Lost World. No, I don't think that works. I think James Cameron's are better than that. Although, Fine. Hook, Schindler's List, and Jurassic Park, that's a hell of a three right there. That's, if we're talking about three right... All right, fine. I see, your, I see what you're saying. See? Right? In between some good ones, yeah. like there's two or three, and then there's one where I'm just like... Mm. like you forget that he directed Tintin, and like Tintin gets thrown in there. Oh, that movie was good. I've, I've never seen never it. Never seen it. I saw it was high as the ter- yeah, the terminal. The terminal. So I, is I love that movie. Is it people, good? I know people think it's good. Yeah. I think it's great. Oh. Really? Never seen it. Because that fucks up his Catch Me If You Can run as well. Because Catch, yeah. Catch Me If You Can is fucking flames. Yeah, yeah. It's a great film. Yeah. Devin introduced me to that film. Yeah. There's Minority Report, Catch Me If You Can, The Terminal, War of the Worlds. War of the Worlds is good. Do you know what? If I like the, the Terminal, that would be top tier. That, but I've okay. never seen the Terminal, so I can't yeah, me say. Me neither. War of the Worlds is good. War of the Worlds is a fucking treat. Yeah. People like it. It's a character movie about a guy in the airport. I guess. It's Tom Hanks. Mr. Thomas Hanks. It's T. Hanks. It's thanks. <laughs> thanks for the memories. <laughs> All right. Uh, do you want to get into listener questions? Yeah. All right. Yes, yes. I wish I had. Oh, there is another. I'm not going to be greedy. I was going to say I wish I had another uh, beef patty, but there is one more. But I'm not going to be greedy. Leave that one for Cyrus. Yes. No, no, I won't. I won't even. If you want it, have it. If he do, if he I, doesn't want it, we can take it with. Because I'm not going to. I'm I'm not going to finish the rest of my rice and cabbage. So I was going to take mine home, and you still have more food, right? Yes. So we were going to. Okay, then we can take home that beef patty and. Okay. It. I'm saying if you're still hungry now, go ahead and eat it. Oh. Um. No, I don't want to be that greedy, and then I'll make myself sick. All right. is running off well, just I'm as chugging, I'm answering the questions. Chugging Coke like no Asking reason. the questions. So good. <laughs> um, I'll ask you while you're here. So a mock pal asks, yes. question for everyone. What is a good luck routine that you have? Do you have a good luck routine? A good luck routine? Yeah. Or, yeah, let's say he says good luck routine. I heard good love routine, I swear to God. <laughs> you have a good love routine? <laughs> I was like, you want to tell you my a good luck routine. Evan has a good love routine. She asked me to leave for a few hours, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> what? I'm saying that my love is rubbish, so you ask me to leave uh, so you can have good love with someone else. Oh, no. no. Okay, do you have a good luck routine? I don't know. I don't. I suppose I haven't been in a situation where I 
feel like I need to do something to garner good luck. So there isn't anything in particular where you're just like, I need an extra bit of luck today. I'm going to do something. When uh, when I was growing up, when all my friends were going to take their driver's test, they would. This is this is like a. I, this is like a rule amongst them that before you have your driver's test, you had to eat two bananas. That was like they were like, if you if you eat two bananas, you'll pass the test. No, I don't have anything like that. No, no, I don't think I do. I don't have a good luck thing, but I will say this, and this is, really doesn't have anything to do with luck, but it really gets my day off to a start. Well, when I first log into all my systems on my computer for my job, I have to I, open I them knew you in a particular order. And have to like log in in a particular order because otherwise I'm just like no this is all no this is all wrong. It's like I'm gonna be here for eight hours. I need it my my way. Yes, yes. So I have to open. We have like ten sites that we log into. I I access all of them in specific in a specific order, and like my tabs have to be a certain way. And then once that's all done, I'm just like okay, now I can start my day. The job is confusing enough as it is. Yes. So at least we need our program set up. Yeah. So we don't have to find them. Exactly. Exactly. So I definitely do that. But um, good luck. I don't really. Yeah. I mean, of course, I think we all have like a routine. Yeah. I have a routine when I get to work to where I have to get myself together, get situated before I can actually go and get into the thick of things. But I don't. I don't believe there's anything there. Yeah. I don't think I have like a good luck routine, something that I do that. Yeah. I, I think, think most so. of the things I don't like using this term cause I, it does not apply to me, but some people would consider like more, more of the things I do are less luck oriented and more like, OCD. I don't like using OCD, but it's more like compulsive things where I'm just like, well, yeah. I have to do this this way because I just need it in a certain way, but it has nothing to do with yeah. luck. Maybe, so maybe like years ago, years and years ago, I had for some, like, um, you know, your senior year of high school and you get, you know, your, um, your class ring Mm -hmm. and I got my class ring, but I sure, of course, obviously wasn't going to wear my class ring on my hand because I was just like, that's stupid. You still have your class ring? Yeah. Have I never seen it? Oh, I can show you. Is it massive? Does it look like a Super Bowl ring? No. Oh. I have a... Yeah, daintier ladies version. But I was just like, but um, so I was just like, well, obviously I'm not going to wear this thing. But so what I chose to do was I put it on a chain and I wore it around my neck. Oh, okay. And, All right, Frodo. <laughs> and for years, for years, I like if I didn't wear it, it felt weird. And I would and I remember like there were times where, you know, I'd find my, you know, I'd touch it or, you know, and just it was it was comforting to like handle or like play with. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah. That's yeah. My story. So <laughs> maybe that was like some sort of like good luck charm. I always wore it or for years. Yeah, yeah okay. just yeah. for yeah, I always always wore it. That's legit. Yeah, I still have it. Cool, I need to see it. Oh, I guess I have well, I mean, why would I by the time we met? Yeah, why would I show you my I was like, "Hey, Sean, here's my senior class ring." I'm going to wear yeah. it. <laughs> I'm going to put it on. But I still ha- I, yeah, I still have powers. it. <laughs> I'll be like Green Lantern. <laughs> <laughs> um, you don't have anything, Cyrus? Nothing. Nothing um, for luck. Nothing luck, but uh, it, when the time comes, and it's few and far between, when I'm very nervous for something, yeah, and I have to prepare for something, mm-hmm. I just really prepare, and I really rehearse it out loud yeah. and in my head. Okay. And then when it happens, I, I'm surprised about how, how well I do. That's good, though. I'm surprisingly, I'm I'm 
I'm a terrible speaker. I I mumble, I fumble. But I'm surprisingly good in job interviews. Somehow. Okay. At least I think I am. I think I'm okay uh, in job interviews. I think put under pressure, I think I can be quite personable. Yeah, that's all I got. Yeah, exactly. Eye contact, smiling. Thank you, please. Yeah, I think it's just, yeah, being I'm personable and I think people like me. I mean, granted, it's been years since I interviewed, but I recall my interview for my current job. Um, They, I like very early on, I was just like, oh, these people like me. So. Yeah, I have an I have an interview. They smiled at me a lot. They <laughs> laughed around. They joked, and they seemed like instantly were just seemed to like me. So I was just all right. This is easy. Yeah, I like to think my you're current team. You're probably an expert now because you've been on both ends. A little bit. I never want to interview again, but a, a little bit, yeah. And um, it's I, s- I still struggle. Like recently, if anyone is new listening, I recently got on promotion. I am now a manager for the first time in my life. Press one of those buttons. And what's a good one? Press a button that doesn't make any sense. That was just a beep. That's it. <laughs> just, just a beep. Um, I just got a in promotion. Um, yeah, so I got a promotion. I'm a, I, I'm a manager, and I have to do one-on-ones with my team. So I have to have one-on-one meetings with them. And being in those one-on-one meetings, I don't prepare or anything like that, but being in them, I'm just like, I'm like, okay, I have to combine. I have to be personable, and I have to be like, I have to be Sean. Just, you know, the usual Sean. But the crazy thing is, unfortunately, there's the other side where people are expecting me to be a manager and actually be professional. So balancing that, I'm finding interesting. Not difficult, but interesting. Yeah, doing a good job, brother. Yeah, because I just want, I want to be able to say, hey, we need to assess your strengths and weaknesses and work on them, but I don't want anyone on my team to go, this guy's a fucking asshole. So has ever said that. Yeah, I don't think they have, thankfully. Um, We we had our, we don't have to get in depth, but it's very difficult. It's very odd. Difficult. <laughs> I I was just myself, so it wasn't difficult for me. But he definitely had an agenda, and he was. It was. I could see him trying to be professional, and he was. And I would keep trying to derail it, and he would keep trying to like <laughs> like this podcast. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's difficult because obviously me and Cyrus speak in a very particular way, and we know each other very very well. So when I have to actually be a manager and be like. Sorry, so we have to look at your goals. It's just like, it feels weird, but I have to do it. I did respond honestly, yeah. though. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're not you're not a difficult employee. It's not like, <laughs> yeah, it's not, no. it's not like you're like, oh, fuck you, I'm not going to do anything. You, still, you help me out. But uh, yeah, it is weird that when we have to bring that professionalism into our well, yeah. friendship. Not, it makes, yeah, not bad. Just but, weird. But it of course it has to be weird because obviously it's a new position. So these people that you've been in general working with and now you're their manager and then throw in this guy into the mix where you're now you're managing yeah. your friend. It's called a wild card. Yeah, right. he's definitely a wild card. I'll, I'll say that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It has to be real fucking weird. But no, no, no luck routines, I'm afraid. Um, Comic Canned Links, bit of a long one, but thank you. I appreciate this question. How do you feel when celebrities you look up to do or say questionable things? Cyrus loves Chappelle, and he's been on a year-long tirade against trans people. And Sean likes Jackie Chan, who disowned his lesbian daughter, who was conceived during an affair. Oh, shit. Do you feel disappointed enough to stop supporting celebrities, or do you forgive them because of their great work or their other great work does Devin have any celebrities she enjoys uh, that have said some crazy stuff I'm not sure who she's a fan of I'm trying to think of someone well me. I can think of one who uh, 
you are a, or you were a big fan. I think you still are a big fan of uh, Adolf Hitler. You know what? I was going to make that joke, and I went, too much. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> um, no, I don't think you have anyone. I don't think I so. I don't think so. Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson's, but he was he was proven innocent. There's there's no proof that he did what he did. Yeah, I mean, oh, that doesn't. The, uh, he was a strange man, quite obviously. Bill Cosby. But in but, the, oh, no one gave a fuck about Bill Cosby. I didn't like Bill Cosby. People love Bill Cosby. He's hilarious. some people do, but Davin didn't. She's not a fan of Bill Cosby. I mean, I I fucking loved his show. Uh-huh. I loved the Cosby show. Oh, okay. The Cosby show was I stand corrected. Hysterical. Um, and yeah, after that, I was. I was yeah, I would say I was I was disappointed and I haven't gone back to the show not because I not purposefully just because I haven't um but I wouldn't if I was to watch the show it wouldn't just be for him. I mean there's a lot of great characters there are a lot of other fantastic people in it. Mm-hmm. Would I watch it? I don't that's a good question. I don't know. Well, there's a prime I example. I was disappointed. There's a prime example of someone that we actually don't really fuck with anymore. And which is really interesting because this is really the first time I've ever done it. We don't listen to R. Kelly anymore. No, we won't listen to R. Kelly's music. No, I actually I had someone. I think it was my barber who uh, I don't even know how it came into the mix, but he still listens. He of course not okay with the things he did, but he still listens to the music because he was just like the music is still good. That's it. And a part of right, and so a part of is because he does have really good music, and there are times. Where like a certain song of his or jam pops into my head, and I would just be like, "Oh, I'd love to listen to I it." I found myself singing the song of his the other day. Right, but and he, yeah, he has some great songs. But and I wonder now, like now that he's in jail, I'm like, if you were to listen to any of his music, who would benefit from it? Would he benefit from it? He has kids though, so would it? And his kids, right? I'm sh- I think I'm pretty sure he has kids. How can he probably has 38 Right. Kids. So, because he fucking you know, had 9 his, million women. Yes, and his kids using. didn't do anything. So, would it go to his. So, and so a part of me kind of thinks about that. I'm like, it'd be different if he was out and about. And, you know, so listening to his music would benefit him because he would get paid. But he's in jail now. So, I wonder. So, uh, uh, sometimes, I, uh, sometimes I wonder. He's in jail for a very long time. Well, yeah. You still, uh, you still listen to Chappelle? You still watching Chappelle shit? So I don't think I'm the one to answer this question because they're much smarter, much funnier. Because you agree that trans people are terrible, you said? That's a bingo. (laughs) Um, uh, Comedians would agree, and they do, uh, on all their podcasts. Their solidarity. Mm -hmm. How do you, how do you, don't worry, in solidarity with him. When you are on stage, everything you say is joke. For the most part. Okay. Everything that Dave Chappelle is saying is related to a joke. He just wants a punchline. He wants to Correct. be... He wants to educate and show his opinion, but he wants the joke. Dave Chappelle is a genius and a humanitarian, and he loves people. He loves children. He loves all races, all creeds. He said, I love trans people. I think yes. some people think he went too far, and maybe those people are just a little too touchy, and maybe humor isn't their fa- most. So the things that he so that so I'm sorry. So to because I don't follow any of that. So not really either. I the just things know. that he said was simply on stage as part of an act. 
what he says off the stage is different no. or or no? no no one's really what's seen him re- off stage what's it? Oh, okay no one's seen them off stage so i guess i would want to know what's his real opinion like what i said oh what you he said loves everybody okay everyone that knows him will say that but here's another thing <sighs> who am i to defend him i don't know anything i would also slightly disagree with you yeah. i think dave chappelle i think dave chappelle has i think dave chappelle supports everyone and I believe he is fine with trans people, but I believe that his acceptance of trans people doesn't fall in line with what trans people want accepted about themselves. I don't think he falls in line with the trans-accepting way of thinking. He can go, trans people, I'm fine with them. But my God, that woman has a dick. And it's just like, well, she's not, you know, or, or whatever. Like, you can say whatever. And I, I, he he says things that don't fall in line with the way trans people want to be seen. So it's like, is it funny? If people find it funny, it's a joke, and that's funny, and that's fine because he's a comedian. But is it also offensive and something that he shouldn't be saying? Gotcha. You can kind of say whatever you want. And if he's, your, if he's the best stand-up comedian ever. Well, that's like saying fucking Kramer was okay with what he said at the comedy well, store. Well, that, and that, that wasn't okay. That sure wasn't that a wasn't joke. Okay. That was him being... Yeah, that's true. That wasn't a joke. See, this is really hard for me because I obviously want to defend my... My my dude. The person I look up to or whatever, but yeah. I don't know. I don't know what's right and wrong. I, I mean, if, if I can talk about who I like, I like Jackie Chan. I like Jackie Chan's films. It's Jackie Chan possibly a piece of shit quite possibly yes honestly he's done enough in his life to prove that he is not a nice person um you know uh, he yep, disowned his daughter he cheated on his wife he has very interesting politics when it comes to china and hong kong that are not very good um he is in the in the words of michelle yo herself he is a male chauvinistic pig so Apparently, oh shit! He she said it on on Letterman. She said it on Letterman. Whoa. Um, she, Letterman goes, uh, "Is it true that like Jackie Chan got you into action films?" And she goes something like, oh, "Jackie Chan's a male chauvinistic pig." They're friends to this day. They're friends, but apparently, she constantly calls him out for his chauvinistic ways. And uh, yeah, <laughs> apparently, he's not. He's just not a great guy. Do I love his films? Am I gonna fucking shit on him? No. Do I think disowning his lesbian daughter is bad? Yes. <laughs> but I, I'm I, maybe I'm fucked up, but I'm not going to go, well, Jackie Chan's a terrible person, so I'm not watching his films. I mean, I'm not going to watch his films anyway because they're shite these days. But it's, so, it's, 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 it's hard to say. It's hard to say. Yeah, I think there's so... One of the things, like... And I wonder, like, when we were talking, when I'm referring to music and how we don't listen to R. Kelly, so I'm just like, uh, I was wondering, should I stop listening to... Kanye West songs because I do have a yeah, some of his older stuff. Bang, I still like them, but also with him, I think he also is mentally unwell. He's yeah saying a lot of crazy things. He's very mentally ill, but he's also very mentally ill. So a part of me is just like he's not being an asshole, or or, or maybe or a part of it. It can't. It's not totally him just being a terrible like person. 
he is mentally unwell. So I still listen to his music. Kanye West is funnier needs... about what he says than what Dave Chappelle says. Hmm. Kanye West is funny. The, the things... Did you watch his interview with Alex Jones? Kanye West? No. He's on Alex Jones' show. And Alex Jones is like, well, you know, we don't... Su- I can't do an impression of him. Oh, that's a guy. Yeah, yes, yeah. yes. He goes, well, we don't really support Hitler. We're not We're not a fan of Hitler on this show. This is terrible. We understand Hitler, you know, he inter- uh, he, he, he was... Um, this is bad. He was a... Uh, uh, he saw something about like Hitler and Hugo Boss and how Hugo Boss designed the outfits, and we understand that there's some like um, uh, uh, inventive things associated with Hitler. But he's just like, we don't think Hitler did many good things. And Kanye West just goes, no, 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 wait. I think Hitler did a lot of good things. And Alex West is like, well, uh, Alex, uh, what's his name? Alex Jones. Jones is like, no, 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 no. And he's just like, no. And <laughs> Kanye That's West, like a stand-up routine. He doubles down, and he's just like, yeah, Hitler did some good things. And it's just like, and then he starts talking about, of course, how the Jews of Hollywood and all this. And Kanye West is, Kanye West needs help. Yeah. And I think it's sad that he's not getting it, and also he doesn't agree with like getting it. He doesn't agree with therapy or yeah, anything. Yeah, I mean, you can't make him unless, I mean, who, but then who would... Who in his life could, no, could no one can force him to do it? No, no. Right. That's like getting Trump to. Yeah, no one in his life can actually force him to do it, so he'd but have to do it on his own. Should you stop listening to Kanye West music? I mean, it's your call, but. Yeah, I so, which is why I still do it. But if Snoop Dogg came out as a fucking sex criminal, then I maybe would stop listening to Snoop Dogg. Yeah. Because, like, there's, there's, I don't know, like, there's certain lines. I don't know. It's There's certain lines. It's gray. It's a gray area. It's not black and white. The, the reason why this, these questions like these are so uncomfortable and will always come up for eternity is because there isn't an answer. Yeah, you're right. There isn't an answer. You're absolutely right. And that's right. what makes I, me really for me, uncomfortable. I feel, for me, I feel like there's a degree. If we're talking like multiple counts of, of sort of sexual assault or, and mistreatment of women and or, and or children, yeah, yes, which is why I don't do R. Kelly anymore. If those, like, if, yeah, if Michael Jackson had been charged, it would have, yeah. I, <laughs> oh, if he would have found guilty, right. Michael Jackson would be, I couldn't. Yeah, couldn't with, do it. With what he was accused of. Like, Even no. though he has so many, just decades of, of really good music. If what he was, yeah, if, if, if he was convicted and turned out to be true, then yeah, that, then he would have been done. Wild. Here's, here's my pol- pol- politician answer. At the end of the day, you're allowed to do what you want to do. Yeah, it's up to you. Well, yeah, of course. It's up to you. Oh, yeah. What? I would never tell anyone, oh, you can't listen to that person. You can do whatever the hell you People fucking will. will. Oh, yeah, or, or get oh, mad at will, or yeah. Get, yeah. Or I, get I, mad at someone. Oh, no, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I do, yeah. do, do but whatever you want. That's the thing. I don't want people to look at me as like a, the enemy or something. You're your own person. Like people, people, especially on the internet, people are just fucking dicks. I'm sensitive. People are like, oh, you shouldn't, you shouldn't watch Jared Leto films. Jared Leto's fucked up. He's a fucking weirdo and does fucked up things. Has he been arrested? Like, yes, he's done some weird shit, but like, it's still no one's proven anything. So it's hard. I mean, I don't know. Not that I'm saying that every evil person has to have something proven. I don't know. Again, it's great. Let's move on to the next question. You know what? Let's get a little positive over here. Yeah. Yeah. Hit us yeah. with Yeah. <laughs> Let's get positive. Hit us with a, g- oh, oh, okay, a funny okay, good okay. question. Okay. Um okay, here's a good one. Here's a good funny enough. I think Devin even answered this earlier. Hmm. Question for the podcast. This is Adam O'Connor. Yes. Shout Adam, out to Adam O'Connor. Shout out. Do you guys have a song to get you motivated for the day? Uh-huh. I do. It's your oh, thing. You definitely answer that. Sorry. Yeah. Um he says I do. It's your thing by the Isley brothers. 
It's your thing. Ooh, that's a good one. Do what you want. That is a good one. I didn't I, know that was your Isley Brothers. Hang on a second. I got to add that to. What's yours? Wap. That was what I said, yeah. It definitely is. Yeah. Get you started off to the day right. Get you slipping sliding into the day. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> is that too much? Fly to the bathroom. Is that too much? No, man. Oh, okay. Sorry. What Sorry. playlist should I put that on? Oh, you're gonna you're gonna put this on a playlist. Yeah, that's a shout good one. out to Adam. Shout you out, just helped Thank Evan you. add a, add a song Thank to a playlist. You. Do you know what? When it comes to me, when it comes to motivation, I'm not like a I'm not like a motivational music guy. I like music that make musics. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> I like music that just makes me go like, Ugh! like just like something that if it's got like a like a good just for example, like if you give me. I'm sure a lot of people know who M.O.P. are, but if you give me, like, if you know the song, You're As Cold As Ice by M.O.P., you know that one? You know Anti Up? Anti Up? Yeah. Maybe. Probably. Hold on. I, I know what you're talking about. Do I, do, how about this? Do I know those songs? Probably, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's good enough for me. I have to play Anti Up now. Da, 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 da. Okay, how about... I already like it. Wait, hold on. Let me. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, dude. Shut up, Funk Master Flex. That's Funk Master Flex at the start. Yeah. Oh shit. You know the song? Of course. Anti up. There you go. This song gets me fucking pumped. So a lot of MOP songs do that because they all fucking sound like that, which is a beautiful thing. But it's usually like hardcore, like boom bap hip hop that just hip hop just gets me. It's yeah. rarely like a like a she's a maniac. <laughs> <laughs> it's, now that <laughs> would be fucking hilarious. <laughs> it's it's not like songs like that that get me going. It's 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 something that like hits me deep down. It's just like oh, this deep is down a in crunchy your plums. Beat. Yeah, right in my plums. I think I'm. Uh, I 100 agree. Anything with drums and bass that's loud. Yeah. Yes. Come on. Yes. And people yelling. Oh. Y'all ready for this? Holy shit! But I'm thinking I'm gonna go like. Oh, we were doing two different songs then. You were doing. You were doing. Let me clear my throat. I was doing. Let me clear my throat. Yeah. Oh, that's not what I heard. Good one. Uh, just like some all the way live from New York City. Yeah. Like some dope fucking Rage Against the Machine. Which one? Boom, ba-na, boom, ba, boom, ba-na, ba-na-na. Bulls on Parade, maybe? Okay. They're all yeah, good. Basically, my whole, like, I have a workout playlist, and that's all, like, songs, like, yeah, to just get me, like, pumped and motivated and to just, you know, like, it's my, like, my cardio playlist Even, where I can just. Speaking of Rage Against Machine, the, um, um, uh, Killing in the Name of, when that starts, ding, dun, yeah, dun, 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 it's got that bass line. Oh, yeah. It goes, it goes, oh, yeah, the bass line. Yeah, it just starts off with the bass. Dum, 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 dum. And then it goes... That's a great, great song. Um, yeah. Uh, but yes, I don't think there's a, like a really like upbeat like song that gets me motivated. What's Wham? What's that one? Wake, Wake me, up me up before you go yeah, down. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, that's... <laughs> Judah Book. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I wish I, wish I could... Uh, I don't know. I, there are songs that make, make me want to dance and like have fun oh, yeah. or something, but I don't know. Yeah, when it comes to just, just yeah, just I, I don't know. I guess you're right. I guess some metal, like heavy metal, gets me well, going it's, as it's well. It's interesting. Is it 
am I getting pumped for something or am I like getting ready to start my day? It's kind of two different energies. Just get you started for the day, really. Yeah, it is two different I think for me, it all is all the same. Like, obviously, I'm not going to, you know, five, you know, six in the morning or whatever. I'm not like working out, but to, to hype me for my day, then that, that all is the same. That's what I'm listening to in the car. I'll be, it's, it's two mo it's two moods when I'm on my way to work. It's either I'm anxious or, you know, so I'm listening to something to chill me out or I'm just like, all right, let's fuck it. Let's fuck it. Let's get right. Let's, you know, this day is probably going to be a shit show. Let me get dog right. asses. <laughs> this day is going to be a shit show. Let me get pumped up. Let me get motivated. Let me get ready to fucking here to get in here and fucking do this. Yo, Those are a, the two two uh, ways of thinking. Has the dog right. ever bit you and you bit him back? Real quick. <laughs> no. <laughs> Teach him a lesson. That'll be funny yeah. as shit. Um, I'm going to jump because. We're running. I think we did well on that one. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, uh, Corey uh, asks, uh, I love The Man From Nowhere and any good revenge film. So my question revolves around that motif. Look at you using motif. <laughs> what would be a heinous act done towards you three that would lead you to take revenge against someone? For Sean, I'd imagine it was some villain destroying your Blu-ray collection. You don't even know. Dude, these people like know who we are now. I know. Another part another part of my question is what form of revenge would you take? The John Wick approach, shooting him and blowing up everything and everyone? Or would it be something more methodical, like in the Count of Monte Cristo? More of a revenge as a dish best served best served cold. Love the pod and keep up the good work. Hell I love yeah. little comments like that at the end. Yeah. yeah. I mean it may sound cheesy, but those things make us That guy said well. motif and heinous in the same thing. That's a goddamn Sherlock Holmes over That's here. Right. Um, so, when I answer really quick for you, go ahead. You would do the methodical. You would tear this man apart. I don't know if they Slowly. someone came in and just like smashed all his. I feel like like Hulk Sean would come out and he smash. Just two different things. Look, we need to approach this right. <laughs> if someone came in my house and destroyed my Blu-ray player, one of those knives I mentioned earlier, I'd be using that and I would be carving them many new anuses. You would, inside, you would I? attack this man. For property damage, yeah, I'd attack him. For, oh yes, yeah, with I, a knife. No, not with a knife. I would pummel, pummel him with a rolling pin. But if someone were to sleep with my wife, I would make it my life goal to destroy that man's life <laughs> and my wife's life. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I would plan out a good fifteen-year run. Where every day I do something to destroy their life. You would take off work. You take a sabbatical. Hundred percent. You get coffee and energy drinks. Hundred percent. Every single day she woke up, her tires would be uh, flat. Every day. Oh, so you would just constantly? Yes. I thought you would plan something like a movie. And would take he's doing a long. Years. He's oh, doing no, no. no. He's and doing a plan. Do this a, whole thing. No, no, a it's long a game. daily thing yeah. for fifteen years. It would be her life. It would be his life. I would destroy them both. And then at the end, on the last day, I'd just come out of the shadows and murder them both. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I. I think I would. I think like that. Sometimes. I don't do it much anymore, but I used to like play in my head, be like, "What if Devin cheated on me?" I think everyone does. And that. what what would happen if she cheated on Which me? Which is funny because I don't. And rightfully so, you shouldn't. But I was just like, <laughs> "How would I act towards Devin, and how I how would I act towards her lover?" And 
something I I would turn I would turn to the guy from Man from No. I turn to the guy from I Saw the Devil. I would destroy them because I know the reason why. I tell you why. The reason why is, and this might sound stupid, but if Devin ever cheated on me, and this might be too much pressure on you right now, Devin ever cheated on me, it would destroy my life. It would absolutely break who I am and ruin me. So my life would be ruined. I'd be done. I, c- I can't handle something like that. It just it can't happen. So what else have I got to live for other than to make her life a living hell? <laughs> and it sounds funny. It sounds funny. But honestly, I, 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 that's, I, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't function. Whereas I, I would be the opposite. Well, if You're I, doing the long game, but if you would cheat, cheat on me, there would, I feel like there would be a moment of hurt and upset and devastation. But then that would transition to anger. Yeah, you'd and, hit me. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then the physicality would come out. She'd, come put, out. she'd put on so the there would be no, come at me. Yeah. There would be no, there would be no, like, long term. Right? There would yeah. be no long term. They would, it would probably, it would, what my time period is of, of how that, you know, that uh, upset uh, lasts, I'm not sure. But I know for a fact that it 100% would turn to anger. I think you just, I think there would be like a good 25 minute period where you'd just come at me like a wildebeest and just destroy me. You just beat the shit out of me and then you'd yeah. be like, fuck, you never want to see it. And then you just walk. Good Good thing is, we're not going to cheat on each other. No, we are not. No. But also, about my blue. Do you guys disagree on that now? Or? <laughs> just... Going forward. <laughs> yeah, go, going this forward. Point on, yeah, everything that's happened, we're going to set that aside. We won't talk about that. Uh, but uh, my Blu-ray collection, if someone came and fucked it up, I'd fuck them up. But it's just like, Blu-ray's going to be reborn. It's not the end of the world. But if someone does any, if, if someone hit my mother, uh, yeah, just... I feel like we have this conversation almost every podcast. Probably right. You're probably yeah. right. You know my answer. You should, I would be this man from the movie. Yeah, you uh, you would have a, a, a Hulk rage yeah. uh, if someone attacked I would, your mother. I would punch him so hard, I would have to go to the hospital my yeah. my hands. Yeah. Wow, I'm so. Am your I mom really is that violent. Your mom is lovely. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Cyrus isn't a violent person, but yeah. everyone's got to say that. If someone punches your mother, you sure. have to punch them so hard. That oh, I don't want to think about it. It puts out the sun. I just got real descriptive. Yeah, in my head and I don't like it. Rainbows. Uh, uh, I know yeah. what I would do if my partner cheated on me. Go on. Simple. It's not funny, and it's true. I promise. Mm-hmm. I'll go in there. Let's say I see them both. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll go like this. <sighs> That's it. I'd be like, all right. I'd leave. Where are you going to handle that? No, no, you never talk to her again. That's it. Mm, you're the Batman than me, then. And I want to see it. Ooh, so, yeah, if I, like, caught if I caught you and some other woman in the act, would I... Oh, if you catch someone in the act, that's another story. I'm beating the brakes off both of you. I don't know, like, would I... And, like, if you didn't know, like, if you didn't know I was there... Would I immediately just be like haul off on you or would I, oh, I feel like I would want to be, I feel like I would be, I would catch you off guard in a different way. Like I would just linger in the background like with and like with like, I would probably just walk out and like grab a knife from the kitchen and just like stand there and wait for you guys to come out and just stand there. Scary. Yeah. Let's not cheat on each other. Well, no, we're not going to. Let's, Let's try and stay together. I think we. I think we should. Or at least let's not try and get caught. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, just making it clear, we're not the we're not violent people. No. We're not we're not those. Type I've of never people. really been tested though for violence. Yeah, mm-hmm. there hasn't been a violence inducing. No, neither no. have I. Really, no one. I. Re- I'm a flight. Only once where 
I won't go into that story. Never mind. What I'll say once someone did something to someone I was close to, and my brother and I went fucking ham sandwich, and um, thankfully nothing came of it. We were let's say thwarted in what we were going to do and uh Jeez, you didn't even get to do what you were trying to do oh we would have we would have been in prison pretty sure Ooh. someone someone put their hands on our mum so you don't do that Uh-oh. and when we found that out i was young at the time uh, not too young i was like 18 uh, my brother was what 20 something but when we found out 20 uh, 18 20 with these two two or three, three year olds 21 yeah um so we would have yeah we were we were planning to do something <laughs> but uh my mother stepped in and uh yeah anyway yeah next question <laughs> let's go on to something more popular what's a song that always hits you in the feels before we go any further martial arts film freak asked this and he says mine is a song from lincoln park's mike shinoda after the band singer chester bennington took his own life r.i.p mike released a solo album called post traumatic in the song what the words meant Mike talks about Chester's lyrics. Over the course of the song, the chorus changes slightly. First, he says, I thought I understood what the words meant. In the second chorus, he says, I never understood what the words meant. Then by the end of the song, with his friend gone and fully understanding the pain he was in, the the final chorus says, I wish I didn't know what the words meant. That they were written for me, a message spelled out in a language that only those who have been there can read. Um, Yikes. And he says, as a lifelong Linkin Park fan, this song fucked me up. And before we go ahead into those songs, I just want to say one thing. Hold on. I've got something. uh, Martial Arts Film Freak said something to me, and I I, I said that I would mention it on the podcast because I think it's worth mentioning, because it's really fucking cool. Let me find your message. Uh, All right. Martial Arts Film Freak says, before the question, I already asked asked the question, sorry. Before the question, I wanted to give an update on me learning who my biological father is. Oh! I have made contact. Oh, shit! Last Sunday, we had a 40-minute phone call talking about our lives. He kept apologizing for not being there, in which I said he had nothing to apologize for since he didn't even know I existed. He told me about all of my brothers and sisters. (gasps) Since then, he's friended me on Facebook along with his sister and wife and one of my sisters followed me on Instagram. Who knows? Maybe I'd take a trip up to Connecticut to visit. I've never been north of Indiana before. Uh, And he says, also, he's 58 years old and looks like the fucking Terminator. Dude, (laughs) Dude is jacked. And finally, oh, and my youngest brother is named Cyrus and showed me his Pokemon cards. (laughs) (laughs) so that's awesome i think that's wonderful that yeah that is amazing applause button yeah really really good stuff that's awesome that's a hell of an achievement for a year to to get in touch with your biological father and for biological father to be fucking uh down you know and up for it so and yeah and learn you have siblings out there yeah watch out for those people called cyrus though they're tricky Yeah, they're, they're snakes, though. <laughs> Slippery customers. 
Yeah, no. Uh, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, congratulations, dude. That's yeah. That's keep us, keep us. Uh, let us know. <laughs> He's the Terminator. Keep us in the loop. <laughs> yeah, send, send me. I want a photo of right. Us. I want to see how fucking built right your, how your dad is. Your dad is. Um, but yeah, let us know how that goes. If you if you decide to to meet him, that would be awesome. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, any songs that uh that get you in the feels? I mean, so many. Like really, so do you many have a song that really makes you sad? Many, so many of them. Mm. Like you know, just that evoke like a lot of emotion. You know, Billie Eilish's songs. Um. Uh, one that uh, that you um you started playing, and so I started listening to it. Uh, "Glimpse of Us" by Joji. Yeah, that good song. That hits me in the feel. Joji, Filthy Frank. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. He does some good songs. Mm-hmm. He's pretty good. Uh, I have a whole fucking playlist called Melancholy. That's what, I'm literally looking through that playlist right and now. My me- Sean shared it with me. My Melancholy and so playlist many of it. has quite a lot of sad songs on it. Yeah. Uh, that uh, some of them, even though they might not be about what makes me sad, some of them. There's a song called "You" by Keaton Henson. And it's 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 a very it's firstly it sounds very sad, but also it's like basically him saying like if you leave me, leave in this particular way, or if you die on me, I want you. It's mm-hmm. it's very it's a beautiful yeah. song. It's yeah. very very sad. When I was young, this is a weird one. Do you remember the song? Um, uh, oh my god, why have I forgotten this song? Artist lyric. Oh my god, it's completely gone. It's a, it's about a, a father and son. The song's oh my oh, god. Oh, is that the one the is that JCV? No, 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 no. Not no, no. that one. No. Um I wanna be like you, Dad. You know I wanna be like you. Cats in the cradle. Do you know that song? Silver Cats spoon. in the Cradle and the Silver Spoon, mm-hmm. Little Boy Blue and the Man on the Moon. Mm-hmm. So that song, I don't even know who released it originally, but remember the, the band called Ugly Kid Joe? No. They were a 90s rock group. Um, they did a cover version of uh, uh, Cats in the Cradle. And Cats in the Cradle is about this guy kind of and his relationship with his dad. When my dad left my mom, I would play that song so much and it would make me so fucking sad. I don't listen to it now because A, I don't think I love the song that much and B, I think it would fuck me up a little bit. But when I was young, that really fucked me up. But I have loads of melancholy songs. Fucking Anthony and the Johnsons. Yeah, buddy. Songbird, Fleetwood Mac. It's not sad, but it hits me in the feels. Face Down, Ass Up by Two Live Crew. I got got two for you. You got five on it? I got five. Uh, Dido. Which one? I think it's it's the one. It's like the. And then the other one is called White Flag, and it's fucking flames. So I can't remember. How it goes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And another one is Tom's Diner by Susanna Vega. That song is. That song is It's not sad though, is it? It's uh, yeah, it's Mel. Oh, but that song is Flames. I was standing in the corner when there used to be a version when I was young. Oh my god, this just hit me in my head. This is a memory that I haven't had in years. Uh, we used to listen to like house music, like dance music, and there was a dance version of that song. 
and it went, I was standing in the corner, searching for my Rizzler, I had some marijuana, I needed to get higher. That's <laughs> that's how it opened. I remember that. God, that's that's from like 92 or 93 probably. Uh, yeah, I, I get affected. Songs do a lot for me. Like uh, mm-hmm. uh, um, My emotions, uh, songs do an awful lot. But And I mm-hmm. love a good melancholy song. You put on Pyramid Head by Radiohead? No, Pyramid Song by Radiohead? Oof. That one, I just, it's just such a sad song. And I don't even know what the song's about. <laughs> but it's sad. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of them. If anyone wants my uh, melancholy playlist, just hit me up. I'll share it with you. Got some Tori Amos on there. Got some Bjork on there. Mm-hmm. Unravel by Bjork. Unravel, yeah. There's one song from Bjork that's on Unreal, but I don't think you guys really know it. Venus is a Boy? No, it's the... <laughs> Army of One? Yeah. Army of One, I've got it on a playlist. I, I just... So much music I don't know, and I see one thing, and I'm like, what have I been missing? <laughs> Bjork's an interesting one, because she puts out a song, and you're like, oh my god, this is amazing. You listen to the rest of her discography, and you're like, oh, this is garbage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's not good. We need to wrap this up because uh, we've got a bunch of questions left. And I don't think I want to ask them because uh, we're we're running very very long. Do you want to throw them onto some onto uncut? Because some of these people aren't part of uncut, though, so they won't get to hear those answers. Poopies. Um, then they should join our page. Do you know what? Ice Kaisi, I think that's how you say it. I'm going to end on your question. Rama and Cass, I'm going to save yours for next episode. Uh, Ice Kaisi, I'm going to answer your question because it's the easiest one to answer. He says, if you guys were to make a K-pop band, what would your name be and who would be the lead? I'll tell you something. I know nothing about K-pop. Nothing. I've never heard a K-pop song. I don't know like anything. I, I don't know like the, the, the dynamic of K. Do they all have like personalities like the Spice Girls? I'm yeah, sure they I think do. So. But can okay. I can I say who instantly popped as my head is in my head as the lead? Me, of course. This guy, Cyrus, as the lead singer. It's, not it's K-pop just a band. given. It's, it's a given. <laughs> maybe I'm a cute little boy when I want to be. <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe. Let me lose a little weight. Give me a month. Give me some peace signs. Is that what they do? I don't they do that. They no. do the heart with their it's... finger. Oh, that one. That one, but they take their thumb and their pointer finger and they make a little heart. Oh, okay. I, I okay. I don't know if the dudes do. I, th- I don't know. I know nothing about. I mean, K-pop. I would, I just they're just you know modern day like boy bands. And the name of the band is We've Got Soul, but that's our band. Soul Korea. We've got Korea. Got you. We've got Soul. Yes. Okay. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Um, I like Soul Food. <laughs> that's where I was <laughs> going first. That's the name of our band, uh, our album, Soul Food. Yeah. Um, no, I, I, I didn't know whether they all are meant to have like in like personality. Well, I course. think it's like that's the cool one. That's he's, the he's shy the cool one. one. Yeah, he's the that's yeah. the gay one. <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. I, I don't. Well, of course, everyone has their own. Per- why wouldn't they? Do you, you think they're just all like? Well, well everyone in in sync had their own personality. Of course they no, did. No, but I'm not saying they had a gay one too. I'm saying specific like like Spice Girls, sporty, ginger, baby. Posh. I thought K-pop bands had that type of thing. Yeah. I think oh, they're I like created by an organization. Yes, and then the, they tell you what you yeah, are. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Like this guy, you know, like uh, like the village people. This guy is the Native American. <laughs> this guy is the cop. Okay, I they're see like what you're, you're the dumb one. The guy's like, come on, dude. Yeah, yeah I see what you're saying. Can you name a K-pop band? No. Uh, isn't black, pink, black, black, pink, black, pink, black, pink? <laughs> no. <laughs> Is that the name of a porn? Oh, uh, BTS. BTS. I think there's one called Blackpink. I think. Um, 
BTS is correct. You are correct. Blackpink yep, as well. Buddy. No there's EXO. There's Twice. Big Bang. Big Bang. That's Girls' a- Generation. Oh, that's terrible. Red Velvet. <laughs> that's terrible. Red Velvet. God damn it. Super Junior. What the fuck? There's like eight dudes in this one. Two, oh, yeah. Three, there's like, four, yeah, oh, yeah. there's ones with like 28 dudes. That's 17. So, is it just us three? Because the, the numbers are off. Yeah, we'd have to get other people. We'd have in. to get more. We'd have to get the one. There's always one that raps, probably, as well, right? Yes. There's always one that raps. There's one that's called Stray Kids. Stray Kids? Stray Kids. Stray Kids. Yeah. I said straight kids. I was just like, okay, is that gay kids? Um, let's wrap this one up. Okay. <laughs> We're going long. Oh, this is the longest one we've done in a while. And this is one the, the, a film that we talked about less than most of the others. I'm just getting started, baby. Um, uncut coming up. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you very much, everyone, for listening. We hope you have a happy holidays. Happy yeah. holidays. If you celebrate Christmas, have a lovely Christmas day today because that's when the podcast is coming out. That's right. Day. Um, so, uh, yeah, everyone have a happy holidays. We will see you in the new year. See you next year. Happy Foo Year. Happy Foo Year. Nice. I'll take it. I'll take it. Sorry. Um, Next episode is going to be, what did I say? Raging Fire? Is that what I said? Sure. On the starter, twisted fire starter, raging fire. It is. We will be watching Donnie Yen and Nicholas Che in uh, Raging Fire. If you have any questions or anything for the podcast, please reach out to me via Instagram, foo underscore four underscore thought. I'm on Twitter, foo for thought pod. I'm on there. I'm making jokes. I'm cracking wise. <laughs> I'm saying some funny shit. Foo for thought pod at gmail.com. If you want to email us, if you're an old schoolie, go ahead and do it. We'll, we'd love to hear from you. If you've just gotten in touch with your father, let us know. Yes. We're into that. If you know um, anybody else pictures of your father. If you know anything about my father, please let me know. <laughs> if you know anything about my father, stop doing that. <laughs> yeah. This is weird. Right. Uh, all right. Thanks, everyone. Take care. Have a good one. Catch you next time. Next time.